Welcome to Warhammer, the grim world of perilous adventure. We present The Enemy Within, the classic campaign from Games Workshop for Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay. While the time of Sigmar has passed into legend, and the orcish hordes are still held in check, a new threat has emerged within the Empire. But this threat is far more menacing, because instead of a direct confrontation, it is an unseen force creeping through the cracks of the human spirit, turning one corruptible soul at a time towards its insidious plan. Join a motley group of inexperienced fortune seekers as they embark on an adventure for fame and personal gain. But this journey will bring them face to face with the denizens lurking just beneath the surface of the old world. Will they be able to pry off the mask that obscures the truth? Or will their inevitable descent into death and madness be too quick, leaving the true story untold? Join us as we begin Me Within. Okay, so we're starting off in the evening um, uh, of Summer's Act first. Uh, so Trax and Nigel are kind of chilling on the boat. Uh, talking about the conspiracy. Uh, Brutus ends up hooking up with Anastasia again, but this time, much to his horror, uh, he sees in the pale green moonlight the tattoo of the evil cult on her breast, and she reveals to him that she knows that he's actually Castor. Uh, Wade's learning all this for the first time. What? What the hell? Were you there two weeks ago? When yeah, I was there Anastasia? two weeks ago. Yep. Uh, Anastasia tells Brutus slash Caster that a notice has been distributed to all of the coat, all of the cult asking for his whereabouts. Uh, she says that she, ever since little, she was a little girl, she's dreamed of rising in the cult. And this is her way of doing it? She did not she say did that. Not say that. <laughs> she, she did not say that. <laughs> this is rad. Whatever Jeff's version is better. <laughs> Jeff's version of Revis- history. Revisionist history yeah. right here. Uh, Brutus asked her to set up a meeting with her superiors. Well, that's I hate to see what he's going to do with my highlight of last week. Uh, Nigel goes to the library to research who the 16 electors are. Because if you might recall... Uh, Father Rothschild is currently in Altdorf because he is the proxy vote for Baron Wilhelm von Sapon. And uh, so we wanted to figure out who's actually the other, who's actually voting. Yeah. And so we, so Nigel goes to the library and he finds out that there's sixteen um, electors, one of which is the Baron. Um, and we wrote them all down. It took a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I take it we didn't really Considering, it, it, considering it was that many, it didn't take that long. No, it didn't. And uh, it was useful. As, yeah. Trix goes to ask Father Rothschild uh, if he can arrange a meeting with some of these electors, because we'd like to talk to him, and Father Rothschild basically says that he's been stonewalled since he got to town, and no one wants anything to do with him. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, uh, Trix uh, nails... Uh, a prayer in a prayer meeting and gets the initiates all hyped up. 
then we decide that, oh yeah, we're in Altdorf. This is where Lorinderel was. He was that cultist guy um, from way back in the day, and we broke into his house. Yeah. And so we decided to go see if he's home. And so Is we, he the one that we like locked the guy in the base? No, no that was an office building. No, we met him once, but when we actually our, broke into his house, house, he was we, didn't, we never met him. He wasn't oh, there. Okay. Oh, he, he wasn't in. Oh, okay. We met his apprentice Ernst, who was with Atelka. Um, so we knock on his door, and sure enough, he answers it. He answered it. Wow. And, uh, or an elf answered it, and we assumed it was Lorinderell. He sees Brutus and immediately slams the door shut and runs away. Oh, he botched this so badly. Uh, we chase him through the house. We managed to knock him out just as he's climbing out the window. Kind of <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys were a split second away from him getting out of there. I, I um, was, I was back there. I could have wind blasted him if he'd gotten out. That's true. Alright, so I, we, we knock him out, we tie him up, and we start carrying him through the streets trying to get him back to the boat. Unfortunately, this is past curfew, and the watch is out. <laughs> and, uh... So someone... A million men strong. So, yeah. A shadowy figure tells us to stop what we're doing and freeze, and we just ignore the figure and keep walking. And eventually, it catches up with us with a few other figures with it. And, uh... A few words, wind blasts, and strike to stuns later. Trax and Brutus are carrying Winderall back to the house, and Nigel is trying to lose another guard on the docks. Nigel goes straight... <laughs> Nigel, Nigel dives straight into the drink, swims back to the boat, and loses the guard. Trax and Brutus take Winderall back to the house. Uh, they learn surprisingly little, as Winderall Lur- <laughs> seems unconcerned about death. He finally shouts for help and draws the attention of an annoying old woman outside his front door. Who's like, Isn't everything okay in that? <laughs> Who's making that noise? Wow, that is a good impersonation. Um, so we can't have any of that, so we take him back out the window and onto the streets again. <laughs> and we just go into the first manhole that we find, take him down into the sewers. We realized that it's pitch black in there, and we can do nothing, because we can't see anything. So Brutus goes back up, gets this to the This was as much as you guys have, like, botched anything. Like, most of the things in this campaign, you guys have, like, done pretty smoothly. Well, there was a lot of back and forth. the two of them without me, that was the problem. That was, you're right, that was, it was clearly... If I had been there, it would have been... Yes, it would have been far, far better. Yeah. All anyway. right, Brutus makes it back to the boat, gets Nigel, they come back to the sewers... And we start talking with Lernerell, who again seems unwilling to talk. But finally, Brutus says, if you tell us what we need to know, we can help you escape the cult before they kill you. And that actually got him to thinking, and he finally agreed to a deal where he it, would show A zero us. one was rolled in there, Wade, on, oh, on, nice. on, on Brutus's uh, uh, attempts to uh, convince him. So Lindrell offers the following deal. He'll show us his latest correspondence with the Archlumen if we allow him to leave Altdorf, and he promises he won't report us, and he'll just leave and go somewhere else and pretend that we were never there. Um, So we agree to this deal, and he reveals that he's got a secret attic where the correspondence is. Um, After he says that, Nigel takes the evil Chris and stabs him in the back and kills him. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that, I I think that should uh, get a style point. That was was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. (laughs) Did you actually roll up the evil Chris? (laughs) It was kind of a split second decision. Uh, Did you actually roll up the Chris? 
No. He was considered helpless since he didn't know I was doing it. Ah. Um, so we start to go back to the boat and the guard again manages to find us and Triaxcon ends up having to spend some gold as a fine for being out past curfew. Mm. Uh, next morning, uh, Triax spends half a fake point to overcome the effects of Nervous Rot. Uh, we go back to Lorenderl's house to find the secret attic, and again, the annoying old woman <laughs> shows up at the front door and asks if everything's okay well, in there. Well, to be fair, we did break the window. <laughs> and, uh, and Nigel goes and convinces her that everything's fine, and we find the secret attic. And we find the correspondence. That's okay. And, uh, and then there was some discussion of the correspondence, but that happened after the recording ended. Yeah, basically, uh, we figured out that the Arch Lumen is masquerading as one of two electors. The, so either, you, you, either, the, you, either the High Priest of Ulrich or the High Prince of Minhun. I think it's very obvious. Your notes? My character. What's, uh, uh, he's passing it out for now. What was the name? You might of want to show Wade the correspondence in case he's sure. interested in reading it. Yeah. What was the uh, Templar's name? I want to see if I can. I don't have it. Oh, see if I can figure out a way to stay in contact with him. Um, sure. Did I give you this name? It's, I time. don't have it written down anywhere. I was wondering if our notes. Well, I can give him a name if uh, if he doesn't have one. Why don't you uh, roll a d100 for me? Well, this is one that can't fail, so I'll just use the stupid app. Go with. It'll they probably be three, like they have 300 names here. Percy or something. Uh, dice bag. 37. Okay, and then roll a d3 to see which chart we should be looking at. We're looking at the third chart. I'm missing a page. Alright. Uh, it might be in the thing. You know, this thing doesn't have last names. Um, Alright, uh, give me another d100. Or last name if I want to do something. 07. 07. Oh, that's good enough. Yeah. His name is Cyber. His name is Cyber. 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 S i d e r. S i e g e r. Cyber. He pronounces it Cyber, and he doesn't spell it for you. So. Okay. And then what was his last name? Alvaro. Uh. Who wrote on this page? A l a l a r i c. Yeah. I did. I'm going to turn this bit. Uh, it didn't occur to me. I say, okay. So just to be confirmed that the two provinces that are at war are Talibiklan and Ausland? Yep. That sounds right. Okay. We're on session 31. Yes. Okay. Wait, Ostland? Uh, no, I think it was Sterland and Talibic. I know it was these two. Oh. I thought it was that's Ostland. Not, that's not what you told us last week, but that didn't sound right, so I was just checking. Okay, no, I believe it's Sterland and Talibic, those two that are in the center. Oh, the original... Um... Gosh, did I find... 
original source of that information? Maybe, maybe not. Or if you could like write a novel based on all this source material. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> At least one. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jeff. That, that's what all. What you. did that you're, guy you're from? The, uh, you're the aspiring writer. From the Netherlands say it's an epic audio novel, only better. <laughs> uh, I don't have that. If you mean, but I, I, I believe like it was the Warhammer World. In the center, a bunch of novels. Mm. But. Yeah, uh, it's it's these two. I'll, I'll look it up next time. We'll pull out my. Uh, You're gonna keep this in the book. It's in the now. very beginning of the on the right, which I don't have with me. We'll pull out the second half of it with me. So we were on our way to this cultist meeting. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So. Uh, oh, but before so, we leave, yeah, you didn't you didn't mention that, Jeff. Uh, the so. Um, Brutus asked Anastasia to set up a meeting with the with her. Uh, I did her leaders. Oh, you did mention it. Yes. Okay. So I decided. But well, before we I leave, uh, Lorinderell's house, I want to case it for valuables. Um. You know, as we already killed him, we might as well rob him. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, as as you know, doctors are quite you know wealthy in our world. His apartment seems to be like not extravagant. Um, he has to give all his money to the cult. He has sort of, you know, the Lisa, normal Lisa. kind of basic household items and yeah. things. Is there anything you're looking for? Or? Come Money. Plumbing, man. He doesn't, there's, there's, so uh, I guess there, there would be, there would be, broke. no, he's not broke. <laughs> oh, he's got a bank account. Does he have medical supplies? There's no, there's no bank accounts in this area. Yeah, he, he, he has a lockbox, like, under his bed. Hey, that's we, where it was before. We open it. <laughs> um, yeah, you'll have to smash it open or pick the lock. I can pick the lock. I find, like... Did he have the key on him? We searched his body. Oh, um, yeah, that's probably something he'd carry on him all the okay, time. Okay, so, so we have the key. Okay, sure. Is, um, did, what about the key to the front door of this house? Box. Is that around somewhere? Um, yeah, that's on him also. Oh, so we didn't even have to break the window. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> We're just anarchists. Yep. <laughs> we just didn't, because that's how we roll. Okay, alright, so we, so we say we didn't. So we can like move in here. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think you guys broke the window. It's kind of a session ago. Even if we did break the window, we can still move in. Yeah, we just. Well, we're definitely moving in. It's just going to look less in. suspicious if we didn't break the window first. Uh, no, we got it for a song. What happened to the elf? It's like, oh, he moved out. <laughs> I actually like the broken window. It makes me feel more at ease. Uh, <laughs> Are you at uh, seven insanity points yet? Well, I'm at six, which that is all I need sense. to be. Because a thief but would be like, oh, anything, some, uh, some anything indoors is is minus ten. Minus ten to willpower, right? Yeah. yeah. But look at what happens on your next insanity. Point. No, I don't want to because I don't want to ever get there. <laughs> all right. Well, what's in the lockbox? Um, three d six gold crowns. Not too bad. Not too bad. Oh. Uh, average. 
Is his library of physicians books still there? Uh, yeah. Anything you didn't take last? Anything Manny didn't take last time? Did Manny take anything? He wasn't even with us. Oh, okay. Then yes. Well, that's right. Yeah, we were saying that if Manny were here, he would not have done the smash and grab. He would have like, <laughs> stayed behind. And Wait, is this the guy shot that shot himself Manny? in the face with his blunderbuss? No. Uh, let's Manny see. learned to be a physician, I think. Does he have like a set of physicians' tools in I his house? I have. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. He does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, black bag with stuff in it. All right, I'll take those and give them to Zed uh, when I see him again. Okay. Uh, does he have any weapons? He. That's like a dagger that you find if you want to spend. Oh, some I did write you. it down for magazine. Yeah. All right, yeah, but you can always use it to arm the next random peasant that joins up with us. Kind of cultist doesn't have a dagger. Uh, does he have any cultist books or anything? He doesn't. Not even in his secret attic. Not even in the secret attic. Does he have any wine? He does not. He's just an elf we're talking about, remember. A wand? No, he doesn't have a wine. Wine. Oh, wine. (laughs) Yes, all elves have. Uh, Yeah, there's just a half empty bottle of wine that's like recorked in his kitchen. It's poison. That's it? He poisons his own wine. He cannot call himself an elf with just a half empty bottle of wine. Alright, I'll take it. He might call it half full. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, any other liquor of any kind? No. Does he have any nice clothes? He has, like, a bunch of average-looking clothes. Does he have a hat? He has a 60% chance of having a hat. He has a hat. Yeah, he has a hat. Does it fit me? Mm, close enough. Alright, I take it. Replace the hat I used as a gag. Well. <laughs> <laughs> you look like, you look a little bit more like a physician now than you, you did before. I don't know what physician's hat might look like, but probably a bowler hat for some. <laughs> uh okay. I don't I can't think of anything else I wanna Yeah, and the tiny spectacles. Oh, that's very physician like. Okay. Uh, Does he have a monocle? A monocle? He's yeah. got two. He has a 30% chance of having a monocle. He has a monocle, I'm taking it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like standing out on the street and you're like calling through the broken. Does he have a monocle in there? <laughs> you see me casing the place. <laughs> Can I have it? <laughs> This short little guy wearing this big white on the monocle. But you just sort of like jam into one of the slits. You lift up the visor. Here, let me get a good look. Alright. We hit to the meeting. Okay, so she had described for you where it is. It's like, you know, on this side of town, it's on the street, it's on a, it's in a kind of a greenish colored building that's two stories tall. And um, 
you guys wander the streets. It's kind of in a uh, kind of a middling part of town. Maybe maybe it's a little bit run down. Like occasionally, uh, um, you know, some of the buildings are not quite in top repair. There's some people around, but it's not. It's, the streets aren't crowded in this area. But you occasionally pass beggars as you as you uh, walk by. You want to toss them any? No. <laughs> Super no. I, like I want to take change. I want to take change from them. Possibly. This could be the richest uh, one in the party. All right. One of, one of them you pass by is like rattling a a, a couple of a couple of coins. Do you want to like steal them from him? No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Eventually, you come to what you think must be the building, and uh, it's this two-story building, and the it's got just a couple of stairs that lead up to the front door. Uh, the front door is not there; it's all totally boarded up. The windows on either side of the door are also boarded up. Uh, your instructions were to meet out back, though. Straight to the roof. Do you go straight to the roof? Sure, why not? Uh, I, I go so right there's back. There's no like ladder or anything. Scale I can scale. scale you yeah. want to scale the wooden walls? It's got yes. like eaves, so you'd have to use a rope. We have right. a rope too. I use weird really. So. Um, okay, so the uh, uh, the eaves are ten feet off the ground. Um, how long is weird really? Ten feet long. Ten feet long. There's a chimney up there somewhere, but there's nothing really for him to tie himself onto that would let him, you know, be long enough. I guess you could, you could tie. You have like another. Rope yeah, there. we could tie another rope. Yeah, there. we've done that trick before. Okay, uh, sure. So you kind of toss, you kind of tie him together, toss it up there. He slithers up to the chimney and wraps himself around it a few times. All right, climb, uh, climb yourself up. I'll yeah, I'll go up. Um, I'm so. Brutus, I'm going to represent a an, an offshoot of the cult in Bogenhofen. I'm going to pretend to be reporting to Master Tugan. Good idea. Okay. And you're already in, like, Flynn, because, well... I'm Caster. Yeah. What are you wearing, by the way? Merchant's clothes. Well, no. You're not wearing your armor? Of course. I'm wearing a... No, I, I said last week that I was going to buy uh, something that goes over my scale mail. Okay, I mean, you could buy, like, really loose-fitting clothing, something like that. You'd look like a crappy... If he was thinking, like, a tunic... Well, if you wear that over your armor, it's going to be... What know, about wearing... Bulky. Like, maybe you just really work out a lot. Sure, why not? <laughs> right, so you buy, like, an oversized tunic, basically. Okay. Uh, sure, so you're wearing that over your armor? Yes. Okay. Um, it says I'm looking... And you're wearing... Do uh, you have any weapons? Like, do you have your sword at your side? Or I guess you have a battle axe. Or I have a battle axe. Okay. Caster always carries his battle axe yep. in combat. Mm. They just keep his foolish. What do you think he was doing in the north? <laughs> <laughs> he was axing people. Let me see my axe. <laughs> okay. Ax you something. <laughs> um. All right, you guys. You guys make it onto the roof. You want to. Uh, Peer, I guess, off back, or I'll, uh, yeah, yeah, around, or I'll silently kind of move to the back, like, look in the chimney, or I don't know. There's no windows. He'll, there's no windows. He'll let Zed scout out everything that's around the building. Yeah, I'll silently scope out like the chimney and peek over the edge. And 
Make a uh, move silently. Silent you are. Alright. Ooh, I'm pretty damn silent. Okay, you have like a couple degrees of success or something? Yeah, I've got like five degrees of success. Actually, four with the armor, because I've got minus ten agility. Okay. Okay, you very, very quietly creep up to the eaves on every side. When you get to the back, you uh, you can hear some uh, some people talking to each other in whispered tones. And as you actually peer over the side, you see that there's four men down below, and they're kind of... Uh, they're kind of standing near each other, and two of them are kind of talking in like a really low voice to one another. Uh, they're pretty well armed; like they're wearing like, chain armor, and they have weapons. All right, I Ernst. just I motion to you. I show you the sign for four. I think they probably know who Ernst is. And then I'm just gonna try to listen in on their conversation. Trix gives you the sign for the macho man. I'm like. Down the chimney? Death from above. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I don't need death from above anymore. I got all I need right now. All right. Yeah. You ready to go in? Yeah. Let's go in. We, I'll go. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to listen in on their conversation. It's there. too quiet. I mean, they're okay. just like, they're, they're standing just a couple well, of I'll wait apart. for these guys. Oh, do you to see get them there. from the roof? I look down. I'm silently next to the, the edge. Uh, I guess you can tell me like what the sign counter sign is for this stupid sign language before we go back there. Yeah, I'm a master of their signs at this point, right? <laughs> oh, and I know. Uh, I think you figured you figured out two of them last time you uh, when, when you met with that with that kind of young cultist in I think it was Camperbed. You kind of had had some of them figured out. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I get him to tell me what he knows. Okay, it was. Um, yeah, they the the well the to kind of get your attention, they it's like left hand to left ear, and the response is like pinky to the nose. I think that was the yep. Those that the, actually those were the two signs that I remember. Yep. Okay. If I got them wrong, then it's pinky to the nose and then scratch the left ear. Ah, that was really close. Yeah. All right, so it's a scratch on the left ear. Okay. Okay, so you call that. You want to look down the chimney? Yeah. Well, I was gonna do that like if while waiting for. Whatever to happen. I mean, is it... So you're going to stay up on the roof, then? Yeah, I'm, I'm basically watching the guys. I was going to look down the chimney first before I... Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, down the chimney is very dark. You can't see anything. The chimney's about mm-hmm. six inches diameter, so you're not like yeah. going down it or anything. No. You could drop things down I it, but you couldn't uh, crawl down it. yourself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, so I guess we'll just walk up to them since they're standing outside. If we need to burn the building, I have some. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so they turn to you and say, uh, "Oh, hello there. Uh, hello. You're uh, you're, uh, you're coming to coming for a visit? Yes. Shall we get started? Uh, sure. Uh, so, which one of you is uh, Castor? I think. Is oh, I am Castor. You're Castor. Okay. Uh, well, then come right this way, and he shows you that there's a door on the outside. Okay. Uh, I'll follow. Okay. He, he turns to you. Says, "Not you." My colleague Ernst uh, must come with us. Ernst, uh, well, we have instructions that um, only Castor is supposed to come. Uh, I, I am very insistent. You'll want to hear what he has to say. Mm, sorry, just just Castor. Very well. All right. He. Uh, uh, so one one of the uh, one of the men. Uh, he kind of he like reaches in, produces a key, unlocks this back door, um, opens it, and you can see it's kind of a stairway that goes down. Um, and uh, 
he opens the door, kind of leads you down the stairway, closes it, and locks it behind you. Wait, this was like a cellar, or what? It's like a, it's it's a, it's kind of like a small door, like a back door in the alley. Uh huh. And it and it's kind of like it's a little bit lower than a normal door. Like you don't have to duck. Like but, recessed, like straight up and down, recessed in the ground, or like slanted. It's not slanted like a like a cellar, like door. a cellar door, no. Mm. But it leads right into a stairway. Not that you can see this. It's, that's under the eaves. Oh, okay. So it's under the eaves. So I just see him walk. Up. You just see him walk yeah, walk up to the building. Okay. Okay. So, um, so he opens the door, locks it behind you. So he leads you down uh, about 15, 20 stairs, and there's a door at the bottom. Um, Do all the other guards go with him? No, the other the other three stay up top. So it's just you and that guy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are they still talking while I'm standing there? Um, not really. They got like actually they start talking to you. They're like, hey, so who are you? What's your business here? Uh, I say, I'm, my name is Ernst. Um, I've been sent here from Bogenhofen to um, to become uh, my my master wishes to uh, contact some of the other members here in Altdorf, and uh, he's given me several messages I'm to relay to someone in authority. Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, uh, well, um, yeah, I'm surprised I didn't want to talk to you either, but uh, I'm not the boss. I kind of know, and I say, uh, uh, things going well here in Altdorf, uh, recruitment going on. Progressing. Mm, recruitment? What do you mean? Well, you know, gathering gathering numbers and preparation. Mm, preparation for what? You don't know. Perhaps I should not have said anything. Mm, we don't. We don't really do a lot of recruiting. I see. Well, maybe it would be better if I spoke with your superior after all. Actually, I'm the boss here. Really? Yeah. And you don't know about what's coming? I'm shocked. Uh, what's coming? What do you mean with the, the assassination and all? Well, I suppose that's part of it, but... I kind of... I kind of kind of frown and step back. Uh, and I say, um... Just, just who are you again? Uh, my name's Borsch. Borsch. Hmm. I uh, must admit I'm not familiar with that name. Uh, uh, are you um, some sort of mercenary, perhaps? Mm, you could call it that, yeah. I see. Well, that makes sense, then. Yeah, I get hired by, I guess, you're part of that <clears throat> group. Yes. Uh, yeah, they, they, you guys hire us every so often, you know, do some of the <clears throat> dirty work. He, he, pats the, he pats his sword hilt. I <laughs> see. Uh, you guys pay pretty well, I, I will admit. You must not be from Altdorf. No, no, like I said, I'm from Bogenhofen. Oh, okay. Alright, um... So, Alan, you and I will step into the next room. Oh. Bounce. Bring your dice. Alright, well, it's gonna take a while. Yeah. I have no idea. It could be a little while, it could be, but, but, but it might not be. Balls! Just like, sir. Alright, 
it's just so appropriate. Like, we can close the door here. It's like your, your friends are just outside, just like they are. Okay. In real life. Okay. Power link. I lost power twice today. Oh, really? Okay, so you get to the bottom of the stairs, and uh, this guard dressed in male, he like knocks four times on the on the door, waits a couple seconds, knocks two more times, and then you hear kind of like like someone's doing something on the other side. There's no um, keyhole to this door, um, but you can kind of hear it being unbarred from the other side. And uh, um, let's see, and the door opens. Um, Let's see. So inside, there are, um, it's, it's kind of dimly lit. Like there's a couple of, uh, there's a couple of, like, lanterns inside. There are lamps that are being used to light the place. But there's no windows at all in this room. Mm-hmm. There's a big table in the middle of the room. Um, and there's a bunch of chairs. Around the table are just three chairs. There's one on one side, two on the other. There's a bunch more chairs in the room. They're all pushed up against one wall. They're not, like, being used right now. Um, and, uh, there's, there are, um, so there's another sort of armed man who's down here, he's standing by the door, and then there's two other people who aren't, uh, who aren't armed, like they're not all wearing, like, chain armor and stuff. Okay. And you actually recognize them. They, uh, they're the two guys you first met in Altdorf the very first time that you came. Remember they signaled you? Oh, And you didn't return the signal, and they were like... Right. Scratching their ear more. And, right. Uh, yeah. So those are the two guys. Um, and, uh, okay, so the, they, uh, close the door behind you and reset the, uh, reset the, um, um, the barrier that runs across it. And the, and the, the guard who brought you down there says, uh, uh, put your weapons over there. And he points to the corner. Alright, I'll put my... Put your axe over there. Axe over there. Okay. Uh, he says, you got anything else on you? He starts to, like, touch you on the side a little bit. Uh, I have... Let's see. I guess I have a dagger on me. Alright, he pulls a dagger out of your I'll belt. He says, you, got, you, you have uh, armor under here, he says, as he's, like, patting you down. And he says, uh, take your take your chain armor off. Uh, Okay. Alright, so it takes a few seconds. Why, wait, why do I need to take my chain armor off? Are you expecting to, like, attack me? I'm, says, I'm leaving my armor on. He says, just take it off. And the two men walk up and say, uh... What's the meaning of this? He says, well, why don't you sit down? You can leave your armor on. Uh, thank you. I'll stand. Um, uh... One of the uh, one of the guards behind you uh, produces manacles, and uh, he starts to walk up like he's gonna like he's gonna handcuff you. What's the meaning of this? He says uh, you're being taken to the master, and we're not gonna have uh, we're we're gonna put you on these manacles first. We don't trust you. Why don't you trust me? What's going on? Uh, he says just put them on. We'll talk later. Not like you're giving me any choice. All right, the guard cuffs you up, and uh, uh, and, he, and he and he cuffs up your feet too. When he's done with it, there's like a like a couple links in between, so you can kind of walk. 
but uh, but uh, you can't like run in them. Okay. All right. So he leads you over to the he leads you over to the chair, and uh, and kind of sits you down. The the two guards kind of walk back to the door, and uh, um, did you have like a backpack, like your stuff on you? You left all that back at the boat or right. wherever you were. Okay. Um, so there's just your battle axe over there. Right. Yeah. Um, okay, so they kind of stand guard at the door. The the two cultists sit down across from you and say, uh, uh, So, our our master has come to suspect you're not really Castor Liberon. Uh, That's ridiculous. Of course I'm Castor Liberon. Since I uh, said... He thinks you're some kind of sorcerer who's disguised himself as Castor. Can you believe that? <laughs> uh, that's really ridiculous. Of course I'm not a sorcerer. Do I look like a sorcerer to you? You know you don't. What kind of sorcerer wears chain armor? That's uh, definitely very strange. He says, uh, But you know what? I don't think you're Castor either. Because I trust the Master. So tell me, who are, so tell me, who are you really? How about I explain myself to the master, and we can sort this all out? Well, that'll happen in a moment. I'm telling you, I'm Castor. Hmm, so if you're really Castor, then tell me, what is our plan? Uh, to end the world, of course. Right, but you've got to be a little more specific than that. Uh, do I know any of their plans? It's got something to do with the white light. <laughs> well, you know the white, you know the white light that happened. That was just the beginning. Yeah, the white light. That's a good one. So, what's the white light about? Tell us, Castor. If you're if you're really Castor, tell us what that was. Fuck. <laughs> That's what I thought. You're not really Castor, are you? I don't have to explain myself to you. Where's the master at? And he says you do have to explain yourself to us. Where are your masters now? What do you want? Why have you brought me here in chains? You're not the one asking questions. This We're the one asking questions. This is disgraceful. He, uh... I demand that you release me. He, uh... He reaches over and, uh... Uh... Like, kind of rips your shirt. And, uh... He starts to pry at the armor, looking for the tattoo on your breast. The, the non-existent tattoo? Yeah. Eventually, you know, he sees, Hey, I told you there'd be no tattoo. All right, that's enough. And he uh, reaches into a sack, and he pulls out a hood, puts it over your head, tightens it up, and and you feel yourself being bound with ropes. Great. Yeah, it's not a good thing. So, um... So it's, uh... All right, we'll take him to you now. We'll see what will be done with you. Um, you kind of feel yourself being bodily lifted up out of the seat. And you're carried not the direction you came in, but like a different direction. And, um, and you hear a door opening, you're being carried through a door, then you're, and you kind of feel yourself being carried down some stairs. And pretty soon, the whole place starts to reek. Like, you're being taken into some foul-smelling place. Great. And... But wherever this place is, it must be pretty big because you're. Do I think it's the sewers. 
That would make sense. <laughs> I was but just there this morning. <laughs> so I think in I fact, it's a very similar smell. All right. Um, so yeah, so you're being carried. Uh, you're being carried. Um, through the sewers, you would imagine. You can hear the clank, clank. You can, uh, you know, they, they took one of their torches with them. Uh, you can kind of see, like, you can kind of tell, like, a little bit where light is. Like, the, the hood doesn't totally block, like, every bit of light. Uh-huh. Um, so you can kind of tell that the tor- there must be a torch and it must be ahead of you a little bit. Um, after you're being carried for about half an hour, um, you eventually reach a door, and they... Uh, you hear a key being used on the door. The door opens, and they start taking you up some stairs. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so you eventually carry up some stairs. You're carried into another room, and then you're put into a chair, and the hood is removed from your head. Um, you're in a wine cellar. It's a pretty big wine cellar, a very nice-looking wine cellar. Um and there's a table that's down here. The table kind of looks out of place, like um, it doesn't belong with the rest of the furniture. But there's a table there. Um, you're seated in a chair, and there's another chair across the table from you, but it's empty. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, the, the uh, two cultists and the, and the uh, two guards are still there with you. And uh, one of them goes to one of the doors that's in, the, kind of like walks across the wine cellar, uh, and opens the door. He says, "I'm here. I'm, I'll summon the master now. Now that you're here." And he uh, he starts walking up the stairs. Uh, and let's see. It's about fifteen minutes goes by. The other the other uh, they don't really say much while they're there, unless you want to make conversation with any of any Not of the really. two guards or the other or the other cultist. Not really. Okay. Uh, eventually, uh, kind of a middle size, maybe might be about six feet tall. Man starts to come starts to come down the stairs, and he's got a big black beard. He's wearing uh, like robes made from wolf skin, and he's got a wolf silver a silver brooch of a wolf on his uh, on his robes. Looks very well dressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he kind of chuckles, and he uh, he sits down across from you, and uh, he kind of waves to the guards who uh, leave the room. But the two cultists kind of stay; they're not standing like right next to you. And uh, and the third cultist just kind of follows him down and stands by the door, but he doesn't like move to enter the center of the room. Um, And he says, so, uh, my subjects tell me that I am correct, and you are not Castor, though you do look just like him, I must say. So, uh, tell me, <clears throat> have you mastered some, some sorcery? You trying to infiltrate my organization? Uh, I'll know your plan, so tell me. Uh, What's going on? I guess the jig is up. I am not Castor. I am, in fact, his brother. Really? Yes. Castor has a twin brother. Well, I'm not... He never told me that. Well, we didn't get along growing up. And he and he is uh, the older one. And he got all the praise. 
Mm-hmm. So when I learned of his death, I we, we reconciled towards the end, and when I learned of his death, it haunted me, to say the least. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to find I wanted to uh, find out what happened to him and avenge him the best I could. And through uh, various means, I was I needed to uh, pretend to be him to find out how far it goes. So how did he die? Uh, I I found or it, there were reports of him. Uh, dead on the road. Where was it at? Uh, between Null and Aldor somewhere? Yeah, between, yeah, in, uh, outside of Null. So, bandits killed him, perhaps? Uh, I don't think so. I think he was assassinated. Hmm, assassinated. When he went to claim that inheritance, he says, uh, well, so what do you know of... There is no inheritance. There's no inheritance? But but, but Castor wrote me and told me there was an inheritance. Actually, before we go into this, make a make a test against your fellowship to see how convincing you are at your story. (laughs) Okay. Forty-seven, and I got a forty-eight. So So you make it with no degree of success. Hmm. Um. So he says. So he was he was assassinated. You think? Yes, and I know who did it. Who? It was a woman by the name of Atelka. Atelka? You know of her? Well, there's the uh, there's an Atelka who was part of our organization. Yes, and I had to pretend to be Castor to learn more about her and learn the treachery of this organization. I did you a favor, believe me. Wait a minute. So, Atelka murdered Castor, but why? Because that makes no sense. Because they were lovers, they were and he spurned her. <laughs> uh, spurned lovers. That is that is an amazing story. Um, uh, he says. Uh, so, uh, hmm. Well. Uh, then why are you trying to uh, pretend to be him? Because what else am I supposed to do? I mean, I have uh, the connections. I thought I could rise well in your organization. Our organization is not for uh, the faint of heart. I am a perfectly capable man. So you wish to join us, is what you're saying? Of course. He says, uh, well, there is... A particularly tough initiation to joining our organization. So I don't know if you're up for it. Uh, I don't know if I am either. I guess I would have to know more. He says, uh, so tell me, uh, why would you want to join us? What do we, what do we, what do we do for you? Uh, well, there is always the power. Castor was a well-respected individual. Mm-hmm. And... There was the, uh, I don't know, he, he was talking about the all the uh, glory that would be coming from, the, uh, from your cult, or from your organization. He says, well, there's a lot of power and glory, um, but uh, 
So tell me, what do you know of Zeech? Zinch is my master, you understand. Everyone has the master. If you, if I were to become your master, then Zinch would also become your master. I don't know much about him at all. He, uh... He, uh... He, uh, reaches... He, uh... Let's see. He, uh... Reaches deep within his, uh... Robe. He says, well, I might as well take this off anyway. He takes off the, uh... This thing is too constricting anyway. He takes off this the big heavy wolfskin uh, robe, and underneath it, he's wearing some simple black robes. And uh, he uh, reaches into a pocket of one of them, and he produces a a um, kind of a bronze emblem. And the picture on it is uh, it's kind of some kind of hideous creature that's full of deformities and tentacles coming out all over the place. It looks hideous. He says, "This, this is each that, yes." Well, not this emblem, of course. He is a god. A god? I just look in bewilderment. All right. Um, he says, I don't think you're ready for this. I really don't. No. But uh, but your story is your story was interesting. It was amusing. And, well, I'm glad my associates here didn't have to torture you to get the information out. Torture. Yes, we were prepared for anything. He motions to the associate who uh, um, uh, came down with him, and he opens his hand, and he's got like implements of torture, like some knives and pincers and stuff in his hand. That certainly wouldn't have been necessary. Uh, yes, I can. I can see not at least. Uh, but uh, but unfortunately, you know too much. You know too much, and. Uh, I don't think you can ever replace Castor. Oh, uh, why don't you give me a chance? Well, uh, he says the only way would be to join us, I guess, and, uh, and that's I just I'm don't think you're up for it. Well, how can I convince you otherwise? So it's, well, uh, hmm. All right. I'll let you make a test against your charm skill with minus 20. See if he will let you join his cult. I guess I'm um, actions working with that. <laughs> or probably think point it. <laughs> it's like okay. I'll probably have to send a half a page point. So either that or die. Okay, I'll send a half a fate point. Well death is only a full fate point. Well then what? They're just gonna kill me and I spend a fate point and they'll kill me again. Um no, I mean well the way a fate point works is if you spend a fate point, you won't die. I will change or work it into the story in such a way that you don't die. So you can never die when you have a fate point. I see. Uh, okay, I'll just spend a half fate point. All right. Well, here's the other thing: is that if you join this cult, like the initiation process will probably make you an NPC. Like it's very brain frying. Gotcha. So, I mean, your options are not good. Okay, then I failed the charm test. <laughs> All right. Uh, he says, uh, You don't need to kill me. Um, All right, you want to try to convince him not to kill you? Yes. Uh, sure. what's, your, be, what's your I, argument? I could be a great fighter for you. I could be a mercenary. 
Um, he says, uh, I don't need any more mercenaries. We have the backing to hire our own. He says, uh, no, you will, you'll tell the authorities. I'm, Why I've revealed too much. You know who I am now. He says, I could you don't, I, you I don't told really the know who I am. I could have told the authorities months ago. He says, I am a wealthy merchant. He, he, uh, he leans forward for a second. And, uh, let me show you something. He puts his hands over his face, like, obscuring his face. And then he releases his hands for a second. And you can see that his face is totally changed. It's not the sort of, you know, kind of, a, kind of a fat face with a big black beard. The beard's gone. He is, just has a skeleton's head. Flesh is just sort of clinging to his skull. And instead of eyes are these bright red flames. And you can make a willpower test. Fail. You get an insanity point. Oh, okay. That brings me maybe to six. <laughs> that brings you to six? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll resolve that later. Um, All right. He, he puts his hands back and his face is returned to what it used to be. Okay, I start, like, shaking. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> terrifying. Um, he stands up and starts to leave, and he motions to his associates. Uh, he says, um, you know, dispense with him. Great. He heads back up the stairs. After he leaves, I'll try to, like, escape. <laughs> escape the boss. You're manacled and tied to the chair. Oh, I guess that, that's Pretty much impossible. Oh, okay. Um, all right, so, uh, so one of the, so the, the associate who comes down with it says, and I was going to have fun with you, but, I'll uh, up. I'll mark off the now. I was going to have fun with you, but, uh, I guess the, I guess the days of fun are over. He slits your throat. Great. All right, down to two. All right, so, uh, they, uh, untie you from the, uh, from the chair, and, uh, the next thing you... The next thing you can remember, you're floating in the sewer with this incredible pain at your throat. Um, you get an insanity point for the critical hit to the throat. Okay. I saw some of that elven herbs. I'll start rubbing it on my throat. I guess they don't take your chain armor. They don't really care. Okay. Um, and the next thing you realize, you're floating in the sewers and... The, the, the effluent has carried you away, and you can see there's sort of a light at the at the end of a long tunnel. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you climb out of the sewers, I take it, and yeah. head, head that direction. Sure. All right, you're down on the docks, Great. covered in filth, with uh, with your throat bleeding out. Somehow you survived um, through some miracle that even you can't understand. <laughs> okay, I'll use. Yeah, I use the elven herbs. Oh wait, I, I guess I'll those are back on your boat. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll make it my way back towards the boat. Okay. Um, okay, you get back to the boat, and uh, the uh, the guards that uh, were posted there are gone. You know, those are two guards that were yeah. sent from the uh, oh, College right, of right, Magic. Right. Okay, they're gone. Your boat's being kind of guarded, but only by the normal dock workers. Oh, okay. So you can you don't have to talk to anybody to okay. climb onto the boat. I climb on the boat, go straight for the herbs, put them on. 
Okay. Um, sure. So I guess well, that heals like an entire wo- entire like single attack, right? Right. So that would bring you all the way back to full. Um, so you're at zero right now, basically, right? Right. Um, I don't know how you want to do it. Um, I don't know. So what's your total? What's your what's your max? Sixteen. Sixteen. Uh, it gives you eight. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so, like breathing easier. <laughs> yeah, rubbing on. Yeah, the um, mark that off. I don't have anymore. The uh, you notice the uh, the. Uh, I'll grab my cutlass as well. The, the big case where the warp stone was in is gone, and there is um, a note that has been put like where where it used to be. Okay, I'll read it. You'll read right, right? No. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. You pick up the note. It's just Super something. Okay, I'll hold on to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll look around for the boat. Is there anything unusual? Everything else is right in its place. Okay. I'll grab my cutlass. I'll change clothes. I'll wash off my armor. Okay. Put it back on. <laughs> this is funny. You could totally not tell that any of this happened. Because, <laughs> like, you're, like, totally fine. <laughs> Except that you're gone. I'm sure they can overhear. Yeah. Anyway. All right. And I, I guess I'll wear a scarf or something. Uh, yeah, you have a big scar yeah. across here now. I'll wear a scarf around my neck. I mean, you're a marine. Like you have other scars here That's and true. there. It's really well. It's pretty. It fresh. stands out a little more it's than really fresh. So I'm going to wear a bandage around it. Yeah, you probably would want a bandage on it. Okay. All right. I think we can go back. I guess I'll wait for them. Okay, so doesn't matter. Mike Williams out and Hasselbeck's out. What? It doesn't matter. They get the one Uh you guys wanna get back to the Get back to the game? Yeah. Oh you just replace the recording? Awesome. Um, okay, so... Oh, it's still on. Yeah. Well, Trix decided... Trix decided he was given it ten minutes before he did something. Okay, uh, so you guys make some small talk, and uh, after about ten minutes, um, they kind of say, well, I think our business is done here. <laughs> and they uh, they start to head off, like they're going in different directions. Shoot them. Trix pulls his crossbow. You, uh, no, I say, uh, uh, okay, well, I can't. I have no idea that you're about to shoot them. So if you're going to shoot them, go ahead. Oh, you're, all, you're on the roof, right? You're on the roof. I'm, like, down there. I'm, like, I just ask you real quick, why shouldn't we let them go? Yeah, I guess we should. They don't really know anything. Yeah. I'm like, all right, you pull out your crossbow, but you think better of it before uh, before firing a bolt. I, I let them get a little ways away, and then I try the door. It's still locked. Or it's not still locked. It's been relocked. Okay. Uh, I motion I for these two guys to come down. Yeah. Well, Trix comes down. Yeah. Okay. Come down our rope situation. Circle around. Okay. Uh, no. Knock on the door. No. Pick the lock. Pick, pick, pick the, lock. the lock. Okay. Um, it's average difficulty, so there's no bonus or penalty. Okay. Uh, I don't think I get any bonuses to picking locks. No, it's no, it's just straight up against your skill. Your okay, skill level. So I mean, you I, could you can spend a fate point or not a fate point, <laughs> a fortune point. 
but to uh, re-roll to re-roll it, those are, or you can't unlock it. Uh, yeah. Why not? That would just be convenient if we made it in. Nope, almost the same roll. All right. Can't seem to get the door open. Tough nut to crack here. Uh, It's a heavy wooden door. It's not reinforced with metal, though. Is the building made of wood? (coughs) It's a wooden building. All right. Um, I guess... Is this this an alleyway? You're in... in, uh, Kind of a... It's an alleyway, but it's a large alleyway. Separates the buildings from the back. Is it, like, like, is it like a crowded? Like, is there anybody in immediate sight? No, there's no one back here. All right, I guess we can break it down. All right, uh, kick it. Okay, it seems pretty solidly built. What you want to try to kick it down or like ram it down or kick it down, hack it down with a weapon? Uh, I need, I have an axe. If I can't, probably the best way to do it. Right. I'll give yeah. it a couple good right. kicks. Give it a couple good kicks. We'll see what happens. Uh, can I, like, assist you? Uh, I mean, you can kick it yourself in between his kicks. Seems pointless. Uh, first kick has four degrees of success. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite solidly built, but with four degrees of success, you actually succeed in creating a crack between a couple of the pan- vertical pans of, of the... Of the wood, and you think with a few more kicks, you could probably break that down. Um, or you could start hacking at yeah, it. Yeah, I helped to start hacking at it. Okay, with the with the axe. Yep. Okay. Well, you kind of have a place to start with now that you got that big crack going on in it. So make like two strength tests, and we'll see how long it takes you to break this thing down. Uh, and we'll see if anybody hears you. And three degrees of success. And if they care, fail and three degrees of success. Um, so at first you're not making much progress, but eventually you get a couple good whacks. No one comes into the alley as you as you break it down. It's kind of loud, but mm. just chopping firewood. Yep, doesn't seem like any either. Either no one's hearing you, or they just don't care. <laughs> yep, one right. of us should stand around the side and like hand and on, like sword and buckler at the ready. Well, go on in there. Is there a light in there? There's no light. Uh, if there's a stairway that goes down, I cast. Uh, I succeed. Okay. I oh, I cast second important. Alright. It takes me two tries. Okay. So you spend a few seconds casting casting well, a spell while you're well, kicking down the door. Right, okay. Um Okay. So it leads to a flight of stairs. It's total darkness down there. Um, you want to bring a, what's a light a, source? I just cast glowing light. Okay. Yeah. What's um, the uh, level of crampedness? Uh, this is a, it's this is going to be more. It's going to be more than inside. You're going to be in a in a tight space while you're on the stairway. So I've got minus ten willpower and minus ten mental. Right. Um. You get to the bottom of the stairway, it just leads straight down. There's a door at the bottom. This door does not have a keyhole in it. it must be barred from the inside as you try it, and it doesn't open. Is it a wooden door? It's a wooden door, yeah. Kind of are similar we, to the one up, up top. Are we in a stone cellar at this point? Um, everything is made of wood as you come down. Really? Yeah. The stairs and the, the wood stairs are, made, are still of wood. made of wood? Well, the walls, I guess the walls would be made of stone. Okay, what about over the top of the door? That's wood. Yeah. Really? 
you know, the, like a like there's like a beam that holds up the building basically. You would bring the whole You're going into the basement. Thomas. Yeah. You're clearly going into the basement, right? right. Yeah. We're like, we got you building. <laughs> well, I, I may have no choice, but all right, we'll try and keep, we'll try and uh, beat this door down too. All right. Um, you want to kick it again, no, or we'll just go straight to the axe. Alright. Yeah, is this something that two people can hack away at? It, on this narrow stairway, it's a really mm-hmm. one at a time kind of scenario. I'm gonna search around for First a of mechanism to. Nice. Two degrees of success? Ooh. Um, uh, this is with the axe? Yeah. Right, you make a little headway, you kind of start chipping at it. Two, three degrees of success. All right. You continue to make progress. Uh, one degree of success. All right. It's, it takes you a while, but it, you break it down. All right. What's on the other side? Um, inside is a large room. Um, you're no longer in a tight space. Uh, ah. And there's a table in the middle of the room, kind of a long table. On one side are, are two chairs. On the other side of the table is one chair. There's also more chairs that are kind of pushed up against the wall, and they're not in use. Um, against the wall, right by the door as you enter, is Brutus's battle axe. Brutus is not here. The room's empty. We'll collect it. Are there exits? There is a door on the other side of the room. So there's just a table, chairs, and Brutus's battle axe in this room. Yes. And that's it? That's it. And there's, actually, I take it back. There are two other doors. Like... One on the opposite side that you came in on, and one like on the left hand side. Is this room bigger than the building that we were just exited from? That's above us. Um, it's smaller than the building, but takes up probably most of the square footage. It's a it's, it's a good chunk of it, yeah. Can I search around? Are the around? walls in this room made of wood or stone? Uh, the <clears> walls <throat> are made of stone. The ceiling's made of wood. And the doors. The are, doors are made of wood. Are also made of wood. Uh, I can follow a trail, probably. Which I um, follow a trail of skill. Yep. Is an advanced skill? I guess it must it's, be. Yep, I can get it. But I don't have it. Can you get it, like, right now? <laughs> I, um... Jeremy system good. Uh, I spend a moment searching the room. Yeah, as do I. Go ahead, I like guess. A moment, meaning like five minutes? Or a cursory, uh, like one minute? Going I, I want to spend, I, I just want to make sure I look over the room fairly carefully. I'm not going to spend... It's like a minute or two. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Right. I fail by zero degrees. I fail by a lot. It's a pretty good that. search you have there. Yes. Uh, it, it doesn't turn up anything. Room, I'm assuming the room is excellent vision. Like, right. largely empty. It doesn't have a lot of stuff in it. I guess Trix picks up the axe. Okay. I, I, um... I listen, at, I listen at both doors. Oh, there's actually, um, there is his battle axe and his dagger are also they're right next to each other. Brutus's dagger? Yeah. Didn't even know Brutus had a dagger. Yeah, he he didn't dagger. either. Everybody has a dagger. <laughs> already. Yeah, already <laughs> it's just yeah. like, what is this thing? I didn't I take the off it. I didn't take he didn't have it with him. Oh. I listen at both of the doors. Uh, it's very silent on both sides. Um, which direction do the doors go? 
So one is across the room from the when you, where you came in. The other one's kind of on the side. Which way? So are we the other one was facing. The, so one of them is facing like leading towards the street. Correct. And the other one is where? On the like, as you walk in, it would be on the left hand side. On the left hand side. Is there another building to the next next to this one on that side? Um. Yes, but they're not built together. It's like there's a small alley between them. This was a large house, almost like. I would right, call it a go. mansion, but it was let's a large check, house. Let's check the left-hand one first. Okay. Okay. Yellow. It's not locked. Um, it kind of creaks. The hinges don't work very well. And uh, you pull it open with a... And you see there's a stairway leading up. Okay. Mm. Other door. Yeah. yeah. Up isn't what we want. Kind of has a musty smell that kind of overwhelms you. Or not overwhelms you, but kind of rolls in on you as you open the door. Uh, you try the other door? Yeah. Uh, the other door's locked. It's more with a standard type of evil type lock. It. it could be picked. Um, this one is a little bit difficult. It's minus ten. Okay. I don't make it. I'm not wasting any more fate points. Alright. Alright. Going to the battle axe. Alright, this is another wooden door. Oh, well, so. yeah, at least you have a battle axe. So, go ahead and make me three tests to see how long this takes you. Uh, five degrees of success. Oh, not very long. Uh, it's four degrees. All right, you're already broken no, it's, through it's it. it's pretty good, our back. But I was like, figured out how to break down these <laughs> like you just, you, of wooden doors <laughs> at, this, at this point. You like, break oh, out the battle axe number You create this crack, and then you use that crack okay, to create some more. Yeah, so you break it, this one down quite quickly. Uh, and a foul odor hits you as you uh, bust the door th- through. Like Triax, jeez. Yeah, and... You realize that it's, yeah, it must be the sewers. Yeah, definitely. Do we see any footprints or anything? You can make, uh, what was it? Uh, follow trail. Follow trail. Follow trail would be the skill, yeah. Hmm. Well, it seems Yeah, Do you have under experience on you? No. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. It is too bad. Nope. Okay. Um... Yeah, there's no like you, you kind of search at the ground at your feet. There's no tracks or anything like that. It's a it's a you know hard stone floor. Not something that would leave footprints. I'm like, there's got to be a way to follow someone's track. All right, let's let's check. It. Let's taste this. Well, actually, you, you learned right. the you you learned the basic training of it from your teacher, right? Well, right. So, so you're practicing a little bit. I don't. Yeah, have. you kind of you kind of are you're, you kind of have the basics of it. I mean, but not enough to help us. He's clearly been taken into the sewers, but. You know, I want to know if there's anything else here. In this room? No, in this building. Oh. Assuming... I don't know anything about the sewers. Maybe it is just one long-ass pipe. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Let's see. What were the sewers like in Bogenhofen? Mm, I wouldn't call them a maze, but they definitely weren't straightforward. So just imagine what all doors might be. Like. All right, uh, we go back to the other door, go up the stairs, and search the house. Okay. Uh, yeah, it looks like a house that hasn't been occupied in at least a year. It's everything is just covered with a quarter inch of dust, uh, cobwebs everywhere. Um, the only furniture that's there is kind of broken and rotted into pieces, or just you know in terrible shape from disuse. Uh, the windows are all boarded up. Looks like nobody lives there. There's no uh, items of any kind. You want to spend a lot of time searching? No. Okay. All right. So they took Rudus through the sewers. So we have to go to Plan B. We need to go hire a marine. 
Oh, oh, and he'll have the same sex. It worked in beer fest, right? Yup. Well, I really can only see three possible outcomes. Number one, Brutus is already dead. In which case, there's really no point in trying to find him. Number two... To honor, or, you know, get a, find a good burial. Number two... <laughs> find his body. He's still alive. Reanimate him. Uh, and his disguise hasn't been penetrated. In which case, he'll eventually get a message to us. So there's really no point in looking for him. Number three, he's alive and held captive by the cult. So really, we got like a two-thirds chance that there's really no point in looking for him. (laughs) (laughs) There's no point in looking for him in the third point either. Because the only reason they'd be keeping him alive is to get to us. Which means they're coming to us anyway. Uh... Which means that we should get the hell out of... We should at least move the boat with the warp stone on it. Yes. I agree with that. Like, yeah, right, Let's we, go. We head back to the boat. <laughs> like, we double-time it. <laughs> All right. Um, you, uh... We're just, like, booking ass. And we don't search the boat. You get back on the boat. This is, like, it's taking you guys... I don't know. Actually... Dang it, I think this is going to throw off the timeline. Um, okay, you get back to the boat, and the, the two guards that, are, that were posted by the, um, by the College of Magic are not there. The boat's still kind of you know, being guarded by the you know, few guards that are along the docks, but those two, those two men aren't there. Is the, is the, all right, we go on board the boat and check the hold. The warpstone case is gone, and there is a note there in its place. All right, what does it say? Uh, it's a warpstone. It's a note from Hieronius, I and, it says, and it says, and it says, and it says that the that the uh, colleges of magic have convened, and um, they thought this was a matter of the absolute utmost importance. And they decided to, of all things, take your advice. Um, you know, they threw out many options, but none of them really know knew what exactly to do with it. And so they decided that the best option was to sink it, but not in the not in the Reich, but off into the into the sea. And so they have hired a a boat, and they have sent it along with a hired group of mercenaries, as, as well as um, a couple of wizards are also accompanying it. And they have already set sail and have left this morning. So this note says bull crap. This is a bunch of bull right. crap. You two stay here. I'll go to the Celestial College and make sure that this is on the up and up. I'm going to start. The, the, there's there's sort of a PS at the bottom, which says that uh, you know if you have any questions about it, that uh, I'm at the college. Right. You two stay here. I don't know. You you want you might want to move the boat anyway. I can't believe you just went blabbing to everyone about the warp stone. I knew something like this would happen. 
Well, what are you talking about? This is the best possible outcome, assuming that it's true. Throwing it into the sea? You're going to contaminate the whole earth? It's inside an iron box. Which will be opened by a squid or whittle away or something. Yeah, it'll rust. You've got to destroy it. You can't just throw it out like yesterday's lunch. <laughs> Look, guys, there's no way we can destroy it. It's not possible. Yes, you can. In the, the greatest volcano, mines, the yes. greatest mines at the greatest college of magic in Altdorf don't know how to destroy it. It can't be destroyed. Well, we wouldn't know unless we asked them. Not only I that. did! That's what this note says! Those are not the greatest minds in all dark. <laughs> not only that, you have, you they're, right. they're men no, like no, others. So you're taking his word for it what it says, actually. <laughs> you can't tell me that throwing well, this I thing into the water is on the up and up, so, But I, I think that you guys might want to take the boat somewhere safe. Do we know of any place safe near Althorf? The open sea. The river, but... I don't really want to go in and out of town. It's like, even if we just move it, that would... Yeah. Can we move it to a dock, like, across town? Uh, the docks are only in one area, but they're very long. You could move it to the other end of the docks. You know how to, how to move. This seems like a lot of effort for not much result. Yeah, moving it down to the end of the dock isn't going to accomplish much. Nope. And I'm not going to sit here and make a billion rolls to... Fumble it to the end of the dock. <laughs> like, that's dumb. Well, you guys would have. back. The boat's just wedged into this broken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You guys would have to sail it on your own without the skill. I guess you could row it. Yeah. It's a short distance. We would row it. In fact, well, you, could probably, you could probably have the, the, the dock hands like hold the rope while you're and walk you down the docks. I mean, there's no pint. The word stone's not even on yeah, the Yeah, why move it? There's well, no we pint. could. Um, is there like a we could find like some place relatively secluded and anchor it out in the middle of the water? That would make it a lot harder for anybody to steal it. It would also make it harder for us to get off of it. Like That's I, why we have a dinghy. I don't need this boat. Doesn't need to move. There's no reason in it. Yes, it does. Why? Because he just got captured. He can tell the cult where it is, and then they can come find it and kill all, kill all of us and take all of our stuff. So moving it to the end of the dock is going to change all that. It will make it harder for them to find it. Whatever. If the cult wants to come and kill me, they got another thing coming. Like, we we've already to, lost the purpose. We need to do the swaparoo. We need to swap our boat for a lesser boat. Well, I want to go and check out this note before I find out that the cult, like, stole the warp stone and uh, they left this as a decoy. Alright, so you should definitely... You guys should, like, that. guard the boat. I suggest you, like, dock it in the middle of the... You know, park it out away from the docks a little ways. So. That makes sense to me. I do want to do least, that. Yeah. Uh, that, so, and, and then I can signal you from shore when I need... You guys can come and pick me up in the rowboat. Alright. Alright. That's what we do. Okay. So you I got, head straight to the Celestial College. Okay. Um, sure. So you guys do that. Um, you head for the college. I guess we'll we'll take care of that first. Uh, okay, so you arrive at the colleges, you ask to speak to Hieronius, and you're eventually shown in. Um, and Hieronius is uh, in the library, um, kind of reading very He says, ah, oh, hello, Nigel, good to see you. Hieronius, um, I just, uh, I just got your note that you left on my boat. What note? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> I was just making sure that it was, you know, actually from you. We've oh, yes, you should come, we should discuss it. Uh, have a seat. All right, I sit down. All right, he uh, he tells you about how uh, 
you know, a, a, a group of very knowledgeable people was gathered and they just discussed it like way into the morning hours. They looked up all sorts of things and uh, the, the problem was they did have some ideas on how to destroy it, but they kind of conflicted with one another and nobody really knew whether or not they would work. And so in the end they decided to... Squid or just gonna be like they decided, they decided <laughs> that uh, sinking it in the middle of the ocean actually sounded like the most sure idea and... Uh, and uh, that it was, and that that was the best way to to handle it. So they uh, actually went and found, went to the metalworkers guild and bought a bunch of lead and like they they like improved the box, put a bunch of like big uh, band like irons bands around it to make sure it would never open, and uh, put it on a uh, a merchant ship uh, with the strict orders that you're sailing straight out there and etc. Okay, I'm satisfied. Wait, the he claps you on the back and he says, "You know, it's a great job uh, uh, keeping this from the the uh, the uh, the underworld that uh, creeps through the creeps through the empire." Not to mention an army of Skaven. Was it easy bringing that back? I I I can uh, I can imagine. I think you are my best pupil like, that I can remember, Nigel. Uh, really, really, yeah. Really, uh, Really have I've had high hopes from you from the beginning, but you've exceeded all of my expectations. Well, I appreciate that, Hieronius. I really do. It's uh, it means a lot coming from you. But um, but we don't have time for this. There's grave things going on in Altdorf as we speak. Grave things. I rec- we recently um, discovered uh, in we 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 discovered the home of a of a cultist that we had found. When we passed through Altdorf before, and among his correspondence, we found a letter that seems to implicate one of the two electors from Middenheim as being a member of this cult. Really? That's terrible news. Yes. Um, what do you know about them? He says, uh, I can't say I know too much about them. I, I travel mostly to the south, and Middenheim is north, and, well, I must say, uh, I try to stay clear of imperial politics. Is there someone in the Celestial College that we could talk to about this? Perhaps someone from Middenheim? From Middenheim? Well, you know, they don't look quite as kindly in the north on our, on our, uh, <clears throat> on our ways. And, uh, no one springs to mind. What about, um, surely you must have met people like that in your travels. Um... Or, you know, is there somebody who lives in Altdorf who's from Middenheim we could talk to? That you know? Says that I know? Um, no, but I mean, clearly there are. I mean, if you go to the the uh, temple to Ulrich, you'll find many. That's why I'm leery of that place now that I think that... I suspect that the head priest might be, in fact, a chaos cultist. Hmm. Well, then you'd best stay clear of there. He well, says, "He says this is very important information, and uh, I will, any, I will, I will, I will bring it up with uh, with, the, with the other with the other members here." If there's any divinations or sight readings or astrological portents you can consult that would give us insight into this cultist's true identity, perhaps you could help me out. He says, "I, I, I see your point. Um, this evening, when the stars are out, I will, I will look at them and." Uh, and say my spells. Uh, very well. I better get back to my friends then. They're waiting for me. 
Okay. Um, you guys, um, while you're, you know, rode off a short ways from the from the river, um, a little while goes by, maybe, well, all of that, probably just about an hour, and uh, you see somebody waving to you from the from the docks, and you look carefully, and it's Brutus. He doesn't look good. He's uh, covered head to toe in filth. <laughs> we'll have well, to that like, seem... rewind a little bit. Yeah, that would seem to uh, make sense. Um, all right, we row. Yeah. All right, you guys row the boat back and retie up. And, uh, and there's Bruce. No, they go get him in the dinghy. Oh, you yeah, guys, you guys are going to leave We're, we're leave leaving, we're leaving oh, the boat okay. anchored out in the river to make it. And then we ask him things that only Brutus would know on the way back. <laughs> you think there's some things to ask? Well, like. Where was your axe left? And, you know, uh, like, so other more... In, when we were gambling back in Bogenhofen, how much did you win that one night? Uh, I don't actually say anything to me. I'm, like, covering my neck. And... Wait, you're... Like, ah, ah, ah. So I just, like, point out. I just point out to the boat. Uh, okay, we row you back in. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll look at you once we get on the boat. Uh, I just like wave you off, and then I go into my cabin. So and I like go get my bag. <laughs> and you notice that the case with the warp soda that is gone. I don't really. <laughs> so they, they probably like moved it or something. <laughs> what do I know? Well, the, yeah. All right. So I I do what I what right. I do. I did. Gotcha. Okay. It's like ah. Oh, okay, that's better. I uh, guess you have to tell them what it is, since they're going to be watching you. Oh yeah, you you see me like take it some like. Like herbs out of my bag. I like start rubbing them on my neck. My neck looks like really bad. <laughs> it looks like his neck has been sliced wide open. Whoa. Okay. Uh, Do you need yeah. no, help? You, uh, so no, that was a fate point involved. I, <laughs> I managed to escape. Right? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like calmly standing on the edge of the dock. <laughs> Uh, so do you know the identity of the Archlumen? Uh, he's this weird skeleton dude. He's not really alive or anything. He's just some weird freak. The Archlumen is a weird skeleton dude. Yeah, I could describe you to you. I don't know. Is he anyone that looks recognizable to me? Well, which one of him? The one before, the first one. <laughs> he like, uh, you, you, like just descri- you could just describe him. Yeah, I just describe him. Uh, he just looks like a guy. Right, well, tell him what I mean, I get you. He had a wolf, or he had a beard, he had a wolf cloak, or he had a cloak with a wolf. Yeah, Yeah, wolf skin cloak. And... Big black beard. Yeah, he had black beard, he had dark, or he had... He had had pale skin. I remember that. Pretty average. Does that sound like Ulrich? Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, but... He but then like he Ulrich. like changed into something. He like peeled his face off, and it was all skeleton. And he had glowing red eyes, and he was just like a freak. Uh, did you tell him where the and boat was? I got was? a bunch of insanity points for it. It was great. Did you tell him where the boat was? No. Did you tell me about the warp stone? No, I didn't. Tell him. It, we never really got that far. Wait, well, no, hold on. Actually, mate. well, you you you, uh, you misled him into thinking you were someone else. So that was uh, right. That, you avoided telling him that. He didn't, yeah, he didn't think, so he doesn't really your, know anything about us, so. So how'd you get your throat cut? 
somebody cut it. So they cut your throat and left you for dead, but you didn't actually die. Right. You're pretty tough stuff, Brutus. I'm that glad. is. I'm impressed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, did your herbs actually heal? Hey, you have my axe. Where did you get that? <laughs> we came in after you. We waited ten minutes and we couldn't figure out where you went. I don't suppose you get back. You get, you get back uh, after a little bit of that. I don't suppose you could recreate your path through the sewers to wherever it is they took you. Uh, I was in there for like half an hour, just walking around. So I don't, I don't think so. Where, where, what did the, where did and they I, take I, you? And I had my head covered. I was in a large wine, wine storage room, like a wine, a winery. Hmm, uh, was there, was there a, wine, a wine cellar? Was there a lot of wine there? Yes. Like how much? It was <laughs> a really, really big wine cellar. That's all I know. I could like describe the room in detail. And how many people were there? Uh, it was it was him and one other cultist, I think. Right. Mm. Altogether, there were three other other people. There were three other. Yeah, there was two like goons and one cultist, like two mercenaries, one cultist, and him. And did he say anything to you of importance besides your sentence to die for treason or whatever it was he told you? Uh, well, he didn't. They didn't really believe I was caster like right from the get go, and it was pretty easy for them to confirm this since they like wanted me to reveal intimate stuff that only caster. So, sure. Uh, yeah, not really. They said. Yeah, there wasn't really anything... Of, they didn't really, like, give anything away. They just, like... He kind of gave away what he looked like and stuff. I guess that was it. Do you know... Um, so, they took you through the sewers. How did they get from the sewers to the wine cellar? Do you know? I think the wine cellar is probably just adjacent to the sewer. Because it stopped smelling. Like, it, it was smelly and then uh, it stopped there, there, were, there were stairs involved. Oh, there were? That's about all you, that's okay. about all you would know. Okay. Well, it was smelly and then it stopped being smelly walking upstairs, and then I was in the wine cellar. Okay. Did they say anything? Did you hear them say anything while they were in the sewers, or shortly afterwards? No, nobody said anything in the sewer. They took me to a room to interrogate me, then they took me to the wine cellar to meet the master. The master wasn't in the building. It was like one of the cultists or something. They didn't say any names or anything. Hmm. Well, that's good. Now that the guy impersonating Caster is dead, if you say you're Caster, they'll definitely believe you. <laughs> you would need so to. I did set you up pick a up? With them. <laughs> well, did you pick <laughs> up the answer? You should probably keep your knight's helm on at all times while moving about in the city from now on, unless you want them to repeat that performance. Right. Yeah. I was. Well, gonna, I was gonna keep a low profile anyway. <laughs> did you pick and up? And by keep a low profile, I meant like you can. The answer to any of those intimate details while. Uh, Alright, was, right. uh, was it all just, uh. What? Oh, I just made. I didn't, like, say who I was. But they, they weren't, like, did Whoa, you figure out what this? you did in the north? That was so great. Uh, no. They knew right away. Alright, I. Time to do a little bit of research, investigation. I'm gonna, like, lie down. Yeah, I know, you stay here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. We don't need to keep our boat, they don't know about our boat. Okay, then if they don't know about our boat, we can tie it back up to the docks. Um, we need to find out the five largest wine cellars in Altdorf. We can start gossiping. Yeah, exactly. That is a really bizarre thing to gossip about. 
Not really. Not with bartenders. Where do you source your wine from? Who has the biggest yeah, wine yeah. cellars? Who's, who's, who are the famous wine people in Altdorf who like is well-known for that kind of thing? Yeah. I have a suspicion Special about Special wine myself, shops, but things of this nature. It's pretty easy. We'll figure it out after a few shops. So the wine cellar that you were in that, that he describes, it's like... You remember the wine cellar that you were in uh, in uh, in the Wittgenstein Castle? Mm-hmm. About double that size. That that wine cellar was about like from here, like to there, you know, like that, and then plus more for the you know, like barrels that are against the wall and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So still, not it's good. about as big as maybe this room plus the kitchen area is what Brutus described. Oh, well, that's not that long. So, if you're talking about, like, a winery, which is, like, as big as his whole apartment... I'm not talking about a winery. I just want to let you know that that's not what he described. No. But that's Who still a really have large a, wine cellar. For a wine cellar, that's good size. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could always... Yeah, but that's, like, good enough size to be, like, mansion, like a mansion's wine cellar. Only if the person involved was really, really into wine. Because wine isn't... I'm not saying that they couldn't be just a random mansion in town, but yeah. if it is, then the person who who built it, you know, was really into wine. Okay. 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 Um, as you uh, as you guys get back to the uh, as you guys get back to the docks and tie back up, um, a messenger boy comes up. He's about a 13 year old boy. And uh, he has a message for you guys. It's a... Uh, it's a for it's, who? Uh, it is for Triax, is, is the name on the outside. Though he can't read it. <laughs> I take it. Okay. Um, I is it actually a, a, a note? It's a, it's, it's a folded up note. It's like sealed. Well, it's not sealed, it's just folded a bunch of times. I keep my crossbow okay. trained on Is it. the boy wearing any livery? Um... No. Okay. He uh, heads off after he hands it to you. Alright. Looks right. like he was kind of looking around for this boat on the docks for a while before you guys like came back. Alright. What's it say? Uh, it's a it's from Father Russian. Um, it uh, it informs Triax that uh, the ceremony for uh, to uh, whether the electors will be to to uh, vote on the next. Uh, Emperor is going to be held late this afternoon. I moved up the schedule, apparently. And what time is it now? Uh, it's like shortly after noon. I can't say I'm surprised. So it's in like a couple hours. Yeah, it's in a few hours. Um, so if we try to stop the assassination on Wolfgang, we're going to look like crazy people. Can we get a description of the high priest of Orc? From Can you like from, try to get me, by the way? The best yeah. boy? I was trying to no. ask you a million times. We just go to the temple. <laughs> the temple of the Lord? Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, sure. You guys, you want, you, you guys all want to head over there? What I need? Sure. I guess we'll I need wear to, I'm gonna our do full a armor with the night helm. I'll wear my night helm. Why not? And the monocle. Oh, you're <laughs> mega healed. How much? Uh, I. What's my heal skill? I have surgery, too. Do, do, do. Yeah. Uh, that's six degrees. So you get back eight. So you get back eight. 
I tend to roll well on those. You're just like stitching up my throat. I appreciate it. Where is the where is the meeting supposed to be held? Is that a place called the Volk Volkschale? I don't know how to pronounce that. It's the, it's but where we talked about it, it's kind of like the forum. Alright, so we head over to the Temple of Ulrich. Okay. Um You guys you guys are uh you guys get about most of the way there. You're maybe just a five minutes walk from the from the temple and you can kind of see it in the background. You know, you ask around a little bit about where it is and as you head across town. Most people seem to know where it is. And uh uh three kind of large armed men approach you. They're wearing like scale not scale, but uh yeah, I guess like scale armor. That's the. Do we recognize any of them from the? No. Uh, one 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 of them uh, has a big black beard, and he comes up to tracks, and uh, he says, uh, "We see where your allegiances lie, dwarf." He points he points to your shoulder where you have the the tattoo. It's of, covered uh, with mail. He's wearing a full suit of armor and a night helmet. Oh, you're wearing, you're wearing a full suit of armor yes. and a night helmet. Yes. All right. Do you have any insignia of Sigmar anywhere? Actually, at this um. No. At this point, I just interrupt the he situation. He definitely wanted to not be identified as a Sigmarian going to the temple work. Yeah, at this point, All I right. interrupt... Well, they, they just notice you're short uh-huh. and... Uh, sorry? At this point, I interrupt, and I'm like, yes, gentlemen, where are our heads? And I pull out the... Uh, the I collected several oh. insignias of... <laughs> oh, right. And I just simply hand them to... Sorry. I affix mine, and... Yeah. Uh, sure. They, uh... He looks you guys over and he says, "Very well," and they just move along. Okay, we continue on to the temple. <laughs> they give you they give you a strange look, like a short man, like clearly a dwarf, uh, wearing a knight's helm. But they don't they don't they don't uh, accost you. Good thing they didn't check the wanted posters. <laughs> you want you're wanted. Well, no, none of us are wanted. And I'll right, actually we wear the, so we get to the temple insignia. Uh, yes. Um, yeah, there's there's a there's um, you know a bunch of Ulrichian types kind of milling about. There's a large stairway that leads up. Is there anybody that looks like an attendant or anything? Yeah, at the top, there's somebody who you know kind of takes the customary donation donations and things like that. All right, I go up to him. Okay, he says uh, hello. Greetings. Um, I just arrived in in Altdorf and I heard a, a strange rumor that. Uh, What's his name? I have his name here somewhere. No. Oh, yes. The end of Valkyr is actually here in Altdorf. Is that true? Uh, I believe it is, yes. I realize this is that's probably... The, that's the uh, high priest out over. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, he says, yes, I, you know, um, uh, yeah. They usually refer to him as just, like, Al Ulrich or the high priest. But oh, okay. if you want to use his name, I guess that won't. Pays him too much. Uh, okay, I say. Um, I, I realize this is probably kind of like a long shot, but you know. um, I've always wanted to. You know, he's inspired me for my entire life, and I've always wanted to meet him. But I don't know what he looks like. Could you perhaps describe him to me so if I see him somewhere, I at least know who he is. Ah, well, he uh, he looks just like you might expect. He uh, is a tall man with uh, broad shoulders. He has a large black full beard, and um, his uh, he has a sort of a jowly face. Kind of describes what his eyes look like and some other things, some other details. Okay, does it match the description that Brutus gave us? Um, yeah. Okay. 
Alright, I thank him. Head back downstairs. Downstairs. Okay. How long do we have until the ceremony? Uh, about Probably two, like two, uh, two hours now. Two hours? Alright, let's head over to the forum. Well, we gotta go. We gotta go to the temple and meet Father Rafshan first. Uh, I, I want to get there early and scope it out. Alright, well, I'm going with Father Rafshan. So I guess I'll meet you there. Do we have time to get there and he can still get to Father Rafshan before? It should only be. If you went there, yeah. I mean, it takes. You know, walking halfway across Altdorf takes about half an hour. We could go to the authorities. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we are the authorities. <laughs> Unfortunately. We're four sheriffs. Maybe there's a chance we could try and assassinate him while he travels from the temple, from the palace to the forum. The forum isn't in the palace, right? No, it's not. It's it's like a separate building that's kind of near the palace, but not on, not even on the same street. Do we even know what this thing is? He described it as a skeleton man. You're You're the... You're the mage here. He's clearly some kind of, some kind of undead sorcerer. You might call it a lich. I've got some holy water. A lich? We're going to take on a lich? We're never going to get more evidence than we have now. Alright, I agree. We assassinate him. So... All right, well, let's go check out the forum. If, if there's, like, an obvious route he'll take, we might be able to position ourselves. Does that mean Wolfgang's right. already been assassinated? No. No. They're probably planning on doing it at the coronation. That's why we want to. I want to try and kill the guy before then, he gets there. And then, as long as everyone was gathered, they would it, even if, the Alura guy right, right on the spot. Right, exactly, and he would become the new member. Yeah, so even if we delay this guy, from getting there on time. Wait, we went, where did we go just now? The Temple of Bulwark? Yeah. Yes. That's what I wrote down. And I do a... Yeah. So, just note it. You all have a symbol of Ulrich just in your pocket somewhere. There's no reason for me Price to carry goes all ahead things. and puts that up as well. Yeah, if you want to destroy it, that's your your prerogative, but I'm... Don't need to Actually, Trix doesn't have it. He'll just put it in his pack. He doesn't have anything against Ulrich. Other, I mean, Oryx's a little too furious for his own good. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you don't want to wear it, don't wear it. He, he thinks this whole war between Sigmar and Oryx thing is, is BS. So do I. Alright, so we head over to the forum. Okay. Uh, there, In fact, even the Grand Theologian said it was BS. There's a, um, there's a couple of entrances to the forum, like on either side. Uh, there's a lot of people kind of milling about. There's people, there, there's a lot of... Um, Merchants have set up um, little stalls here and there, and they're hawking their wares. There's food to be had. There's halflings selling sausages and pies. And uh, it's just a very busy area. Uh, I want to ask around and see if any of the electors have arrived yet. Uh, yes, the, uh, the halfling selling pies tells you that the halfling um, uh, leader has already arrived and is inside. Is he the only one? Uh, that's the only one that this person's paid attention to. I ask other people. I ask around. I make a gossip test. Do the pies look any good? When when halflings make them, they they should be. Tasty. I miss the halfling food. Ever Did, since Buttercup quit. 
they're they're uh, they're charging a silver for them. It's pretty expensive for a pie, but uh, wow! I just but, 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 but I guess four degrees of success. I'm eating one of your ten pies. All right. Okay. What did you want to know? Oh, who has arrived? Yeah. Uh, the the uh, um the grand theologian has has already arrived. The uh, the leader of the halflings has arrived, and three others have arrived. I is, could roll them I, up I'm for really you, but do you really care? The, yeah, Emil Valier. Is he here yet? No, he has not arrived. All right, and I also want to know where the people are. Presumably they're coming from the palace? Uh, right, they're, they generally come from the palace. Like Sometimes they're staying in other places, like the uh, high priest, Al Ulrich, is staying at the mm-hmm. Temple of well, Ulrich. Oh, he is. But... Uh, so, so is there like one particular door that this they're using? Guy wasn't yeah, there's kind of like a main entrance, and there's another entrance that's also pretty major, but not quite as big. And they tend, there's like kind of like guards, there's a bunch of guards there, and like a, you know a cart that's usually covered comes in and brings them in. Okay. <laughs> All right, we want to scope out that entrance. Okay, so there's yeah, it's very busy. Uh, you know, there's a bunch of like it seems like half of the uh, uh, of the watch. In Altdorf are there, like keeping peace, and um, you know a lot of, and and on top of that, the Imperial Guards are there. They're wearing, you know, really nice outfits. Like this is, you know, they, the day that they are to dress up. Have they cordoned off like a particular route for people of importance to use? Uh, not exactly. It's more like if you're once you're within about a block, you can kind of see what route you would take. But outside of that, no. Is there, like, one particular obvious way that you would use coming from the Temple of Ulrich to the Forum? Yeah, you could figure that out. It would, wouldn't be too difficult. Alright. Um, I, 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 I I'm sensing a JFK. I'm like, imagine <laughs> him in his car, in his limousine, like, Nigel, with the, with, with the, uh, with, with the rifle. Oh, yeah. You know, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> a crossbow bolt. He's got the repeating and then after he gets gone, like, I'm just the pansy. It wasn't my fault. The no, it's really like, like, it's really like, like I shoot the lightning bolt to the window and just on the grass. Got him in the crossfire. Oh, I love it. I love it. Uh, well, that's, that's what we got to try for here. We really have almost no time. Um, yeah. Has Father Rockstone shown up? Has he shown up? Yes. You could send you could send him a message. Well, I wanted actually like blessings and shit. Oh, that would be nice. Or a witness or something because. Oh yeah, you still have a blessing, right? From uh, oh, when you that's right. From the prayer uh, that lasted twenty four hours. I don't know how long it's been. But not twenty four. It's hours. not been twenty four okay. hours. Unfortunately, that also means we don't have our fortune points back yet either. My fortune points that I did spend. Yeah, you spent. Both of them. I spent one of mine. Alright, um. So, how wide is the street that we're talking about here? These are sort of the boulevards of Altdorf. They're quite wide. Um. Alright, have you got any ideas? We gotta think like, the guy's gonna be traveling inside a carriage. It's probably gonna be, uh, do they usually have horses pulling it or people? Uh, could be either. So, potentially a couple people pulling it, probably like six to eight guards. Um, 
and we got to take him out within about a minute, or the city watch is going to be all over us. Jesus. And although, if we could, we don't necessarily have to take him out. If we could reveal him as the Arch Lumen. Exactly. That's uh, the point. In other words, if he starts casting a bunch of chaos magic, that might be almost as good. Could you? Is anyone at the college going to be at the the boat? Is there anyone? None you could of them get? are electors. Is there any magic that you could use to unmask him? To break there his is, illusion? There is a dispel magic equivalent, but I don't know it. But you know someone who knows it. Possibly. Father, no, no, we decided we because if we could unmask him in the council chamber. That would be... I mean, it'll be a shit show if we can do that. But if we can do it, that's the best I don't way. See, I don't see Because that. there's no like, way... The, the Dispel Magic equivalent, like, I don't more believe, magic ability against his. I don't believe You have to be, second, like, a pretty powerful mage to even have a chance. Well, explain to your college what's going on. This guy is not going to reveal himself if we attack him in the street. He's going to stay in his freaking car. Okay, if he actually has six to eight guards attacking him in the streets futile, yep. we, we're pretty battle-hardened, but we're not that good. We're, we can't take out six to eight He's guards. He's about to be coronated. And a priest why of would he, Why would he reveal And himself? the city guard in a minute. It's not even possible. If we do it in a minute, we don't have to fight the city guard. No, but I'm saying he's not going to give us the result that we want, which is... At a minimum, if we're not going to kill him, we want him to reveal himself. He's not going to do that. Why would he? He's about to be coronated. I. I just. I want to get rid of this guy, but I fear that attacking him on the streets is just going to get rid of us. I don't see that we have any other options. Like, if we don't. What about the grandiose we big coronation during we the vote? The most likely scenario is that he's going to kill Wolfgang at the coronation ceremony and get himself proclaimed emperor. What about using some of our orotated I mean, skills? And if that happens, that's pretty much the end. I mean, we're still in control of a proxy vote. Couldn't we make an impassioned plea for the Grand Theologian to be the next emperor? I don't think it's going to be... I, I think he wouldn't do this if he wasn't absolutely certain that he would be... Either, I don't know, it's also possible that instead of ki- getting himself emperor, he's just going to kill all the other electors. Well, hang on. You know people at the fucking College of Magic. One of them has to know this spell that you're talking about. Can we get one of them to come with us and just... I if you cast it on somebody, to come, but he might not be there. I don't know. I could try. We need someone who can cast this spell. We need to be able to unmask this guy in front of him. without is no better than a 40, 40 60 shot. That's At best, even if I wrote That's cast. better than us attacking the <laughs> the essentially the next elected guy in and, broad daylight and, and there's not no guarantees that the thing. emperor just won't be assassinated right in front of us even if we manage to kill even if we manage to unmask him by the time he's already in the chamber True. with all the other electors he might yeah. just be able to kill them all and by my I mean, 100% certainty that he can <laughs> I I There's just don't know how to fight in that chamber. They might not be. I don't know how to fight liches, and I furthermore don't see why if this guy is a lich would reveal himself when he's got eight guards. Like, well, it would be a matter of you know dealing with his guards in such a way that he has no choice. 
So, I, like, okay, open to ideas there. Yeah, well, that's what I, I said. mean, he would reveal himself as a user of magic, but everyone, of course, knows he is. He's the high priest of Ark. Well, there's magic, and then there's magic. If he starts summoning swarms of rats or, you know... <laughs> yeah, that would be very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? There's no chaos divining rod? Seriously? Seriously. It'd be hard to, it'd be hard to uh, have a cult if, if there was. The warp stone would have done it. We'd have just opened up the warp stone in the chamber. It I'm not sure it would chaos. be worth it. If you open the warp stone in the chamber, gosh, yes. I don't think we would need this cult wouldn't be necessary. You guys would have fulfilled this goal. <laughs> no, I totally did. Those guys totally took care of everything. <laughs> That's the Frank adventurers who serve the cult for ourselves and we become emperors. Yeah, and the cultists become the adventurers. And the warp stone would warp the four of us into one grotesque body and it would be emperor. <laughs> What if we just kidnap the real Ulrich? Just Ulrich. We just go to Valhalla. We knock on Ulrich's door. Some old lady, what are you doing in there? <laughs> no, I meant the guy whose last name is Von Ulrich. Oh, that's too much. Like, if we got him... I don't know. The problem is we just have no time. Exactly. We just have no time. We don't. We would also be sacrificing ourselves, which if we had even a remotely, if we had even a remote chance of success, I have no problem sacrificing myself to kill this, to lich, this lich. I think we do have a remote chance of success. Okay. Well, I guess if the point is to delay or have a remote chance of success so that the real wolf game can live and... I think I think we've just got to tell people what we know and show them the evidence and just try to gather allies from the people that we know. Yeah. Yep. The more that are on our side, the better. Like. Oh, are you saying we try to expose them? Like yes. I'm saying. Like I could tell the evidence to the that priest, if that so-called priest of Ulrich sets foot in the forum. Wolfgang is as good as dead, regardless of what else happens. So, yeah, talk to uh, talk to the guy at the. What was it? The Grand the, the Celestial, is already yeah. in the forum, right? The he Mars. is, and so I could go visit him right now. He would certainly take an audience with me. All right, you go do that. I'll go talk to Hieronius. Yeah, talk to Hieronius. Bye. Okay, I can I can tell my story to Hieronius. You're going to come too? Sure. Okay. Um, You're going to go with him? Yeah. Okay. So you guys you guys part ways. Um, it'll be quicker to do you two. So you get to the, the, the main entrance to the forum, and the guards step in your path and say, what's your business here? I'm... Yikes. I really need Father Rothschild to get into this building. Um... We're just on an errand from Father Ocean. I'm... Go back a second. I'm a priest of Sigmar here to see the Grand Theologian. You'll have to lift up your knight's visor there to let me see your face. Uh. <laughs> he lifts it up. He's got a monocle. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, you know what? You don't have the monocle outside the visor? <laughs> just like, like... No, he does. He just has the other one. He has the other one. He has the other one. He has the other one's out here. It's like an airplane where he's got the big sunglasses to take them off. The problem is that unless both monocles are perfectly calibrated, you can't see out of that eye. All right, so... He lifts his his visor. Uh... You don't look like a priest of Sigmar. And, uh, even Can if you not tell, lad? Of course I am. Uh, just be off with you. Gives you it. He, uh, he's, hold, he's holding like a this baton. He kind of like pushes you away. Recite with that it. prayer again. I'm like, show me your prayer. Um, can't like, can't I just go in? Isn't this a public farm? No, it's in fact not. Uh, Shite. Off with you now. This is for, this, is, even there. this is for the electors and uh, and their entourages only. Um, I'm actually part of Father Rothschild's entourage. Father Father who? Father Rothschild. He's the proxy for Baron von. Sure, sure. Once upon a time, if you stumble over his last name, he shoves you away from the forum. Uh, alright, I guess I'm waiting for Father Roshan. You can try to explain the story to him. Just, just go, go to, just go get him. Yeah, let's yeah, go. I'll get, get him. him. If I'm going I'll start college, running. You have, you have enough time to go get Yeah, I'm running to the Celestial College. Alright, you, you run over there. Alright, make it, make it tough test. We'll see if you... I guess I can taste this already. So yeah, go ahead. I make it. I fail. Is All there right. no running skill? Uh... What an odd skill to not be Yeah, not really. I mean... There's sort of agility, which is like how quickly you can like dart between things, and there's toughness, which is like how long you can last at your run speed. So, I don't know. That's every, as close as I can. Almost every RPG has a jog over. Yeah. a run thing that lets you run for extended Okay. Uh, you make decent time, and uh, you make it back to the... How, how long has it been since you were there before? It's like just been... Not very like long. Like two hours, right? Yeah, it's hours. Maybe three. Yeah, something like that. Okay. Uh, you, you come upstairs. You have to do a little talking to get... Uh, to get uh, this guy admitted. Um, they asked for a donation from you. Huh? Wait, wait. Are you, you're with me? Yeah, I'm he, with he came with you. Oh, you came with me? Oh, uh, I just tell you to wait at the door. Uh, you I'll be right back. You don't want me to... Uh, I don't want to take this time. Oh. Just wait here. I'll bring Hyronius out and you can tell him what you saw. Alright. Okay. Uh, he's exactly where you left him. Uh, reading some books. I say... Um, Aronius! A little out of breath. Aronius! <laughs> Nigel, where have you been? What's going on? Ah, it's not just... Uh, there's no time. Listen, you have to come with me right now. R- r- right, right now? Right now, right now yes. Where? The, uh, the, the, the electors are just about to meet. Oh, is that today? One of them is, uh... One of them is, is the Archlumen, the high... The, the, the head of this chaos cult, and I think he's going to assassinate Wolfgang. But, but really... Yes! Quickly, you must come! Immediately! Well, hmm, all, all right then. He starts to close his books and uh, kind of get his stuff. He's, he uh, <laughs> he uh, grabs his cane and he starts to kind of come after you with his, you know, his staff. El- more, more elderly, yeah, his, his staff. He kind of comes after you, comes after you with a, at his, his more elderly pace. Alright, as, as we're walking, I explain that um, 
uh, my friend was kidnapped by the cult earlier today, but managed to escape. Uh-huh. And he was able to positively identify the leader of the high priest of the priest of the of the temple of Ulrich as the Arch Lumen himself. And we don't have any time. We we, we think that they're planning to assassinate. Well, he Wolfgang. asks, like, what what can I do about it? I, I say, um, well, we're hoping that we can. Um, we're, ho- we're hoping that there's, you know, I, I know about this one particular spell that will dispel other illusions, and if we could possibly cast that on the Arch Lumen mm-hmm. um, while he's masquerading as the High Priest of Ulrich and reveal him uh-huh. as his true self, that that everybody would realize that he's really, you know, who he really uh-huh. is. And then so is that in the Celestial College, the spell you're thinking it's of? It's actually a lesser magic spell. Oh, it's a lesser magic spell. Okay. Hmm. That's, those are the ones that you can take, but you don't have to. Right. right. Um, how many lesser magic spells are like there? Eleven or so. Eleven. Um, I'd say he probably knows eight of the eleven. There's a three out of eleven chance. So what's the, what are the odds what's there? What's the eleven? <laughs> it's uh, it's like yeah, just roll a d12. We roll a twelve, and uh, if you roll uh, if you roll uh, nine, ten, or eleven, he doesn't know. Okay. No, oh, you don't want that D12. It only rolls 12s anyway. You'd have to keep rerolling. Uh, and here there's eight lesser magics. Oh, there's eight lesser magics. Oh, then roll a D8. Um, and roll a... Don't roll a six, seven, six or eight. Six or eight or seven or eight. Um, you know six of the eight. He knows it. He knows it. Okay. He says, yes, I, I know what spell you speak of. Uh, can, can you read the description for me? What are you looking for? All right. This spell... Uh, you cause a spell within 12 yards of you to enter. Actually, there's another spell that's even better that's in the Celestial College. Okay. Hang on a second. If you can... It's pretty tough. But... Tough to cast or tough to... Tough to cast. What if it's just he, like... He, already, he definitely knows it because it's part of the lore. If it's in the main lore, then he would know it. Yeah. Sure. Um, well, let's see. It does say... All right, so... The area within 48 yards is illuminated by soft light that reveals all that is hidden. Darkness is banished. The invisible is made visible. Hidden or disguised characters are exposed, and secret doors are revealed. That seems like the exact spell you're looking for. Yeah, it really does. It's called Starshine. It has a casting number of 22, and it's in the Lord of the Heavens. Okay, so 22. um, So you can make that. What What's the casting time? Like if you had to do it again and again? A full action and a half action. Okay. All right, and the I have the ingredient for it. It's a star chart. Oh, can you cast it? Yeah, I in theory, uh, in theory, yes, I can. Okay, anyway, you'd have to roll like well, ten. I would have to roll and if I make my channeling test and I have the star chart, which is plus three. That gives me plus five, so I'd have to roll a seventeen on two d ten. I guess you might as well both try to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So you guys, you guys, have we don't that. even need them. We can just do it ourselves. <laughs> Of course. Okay. Um, if you guys outside, I'll explain to him what I saw. Uh, sure. So you guys get to uh, Father Ruption's um, uh, place, and uh, he says, uh, "I heard it." He says, "Ah, Triax, it's uh, so good to see you again." Uh, tell me. Uh, Shall we? Uh, shall we be going? He uh, he uh, he's at his desk. He, he's he's uh, 
just finishing, kind of getting dressed. He's wearing like his his best uh, outfit. Oi! We shall leave immediately. We must make haste. We've learned grave news in the past couple days. Uh, What's the guy's name? Ulrich. Ah, uh, the, the the enemy guy. Yeah. We have. We have very, very, very compelling evidence. Uh, M O Val uh, Valgir, V A L G I R. That the high priest of Ulrich is. Is that the guy that's going to get assassinated? No, escape. Wolfgang is getting assassinated. That the that the leader of the chaos cult, that is the source of your visions, is now masquerading as the high priest of Ulrich in Altdorf. He thinks about it for a second. Says that makes perfect sense. <laughs> I love this. I should have known it all along. Yes, that is that. That would explain the, the hostilities, would it not? Uh, it would. And we're going to try to reveal him before the election happens. But yes, they well, won't even let us into the building, so we need your help. Ah, well, we should be going. I, I agree. Um, he says, "Most worrying overtime." <laughs> he. Uh, as you're walking, he, he tells you about this book he's been reading, and it's about uh, temples in the Southern Empire. Uh, he, said, he, he starts talking about how, uh, uh, how he'd like to visit them now that he's left Bogenhofen and, and uh, doesn't have any requirements uh, that, that he doesn't need to get back immediately. But anyway, after, after a brief um, walk, I don't know, it's about 20 minutes, uh, you guys get back, and uh, you meet up with... Nigel and Hieronius, who also get back. Uh, I guess you guys take a little bit longer to return. Uh, there's probably about um, 40 minutes or so before the ceremony is to begin. Um, as you guys are getting back, um, you see you see a, a couple of carriages with guards um, being ushered in. Is one of is, are the guards from one of them look like Ulrich cult people? You know, they actually don't. Um, though one of them, uh, there's a couple that you don't recognize, but one that catches your eye is like the uh, um, Boris Todbringer and his group uh, go in. You can see he's their, also from Middenheim. He's, he's from Middenheim, yes. Right. Um, you can see the insignia on the carriage that goes in, uh, and. But you, but you don't see, you don't see the, uh, uh, anything that tips you off that, uh, the high priest, Al Ulrich, is here. Uh, can I make a quick gossip check and figure out if he's arrived yet? Try to learn everyone. Alright, go ahead and make a gossip test. You guys can all try if you want to ask me. Like, who all come? Fail. I make it. Fail! Fuck! I don't even try. Uh, I make it. Any degrees of success? What two, is two degrees. series of eighty, whatever. Um, you find out that just about everybody is there, except not the high priest Alulurk. Um, the high priest Alulurk is not there, and one of the other electors is not there. Um, well, we know that the, who that is. It's Baron von. Oh no, actually, there's Sapon. Well, okay, Baron von Sapon obviously isn't there. Um, actually, I take it back. There's a few people who aren't there. Let me get the list. Mm, probably his followers. I think, actually, it might be best not to be here. Are they gonna? Do you think he's gonna do a mass death spell or something? <laughs> I should have like. Okay. He is a um, lich, after all. The the uh, the two people from the warring factions, the the leader of. 
uh, Sterland and Talibekland, I think were the, were the, they were the two. Uh, they have not shown up. Uh, the um, uh, Countess Emmanuel von Liebwitz from Nolm has not arrived. And, um, well, obviously, uh, uh, Wilhelm uh, Sapon has not arrived. Um, and that's it. So there are four people who are... Uh, and, and the high priest outlook has not arrived. Is that five? I think that's four. Well, no, that's five, five if you count one second. Yeah, it's five. Yeah, it's five. So in your disguise, Dallin, is that the end? No, I'm wearing a night film. If Okay, if he never shows up, then we've got to convince them to not hold this election. Like, you, you went to the library, what happens when five people don't show up? They'll be here. Okay. As is it just more doppelgangers? But I don't know. I think we have to go inside. All right. Um, so as as, uh, as you guys finish asking asking all around about who's come and who hasn't, uh, you see the uh, you see another cart coming down that's that's well guarded. Um, Nigel recognizes the uh, uh, Nuln City State uh, insignia on it. And uh, they march in. Father uh, Rafshan is going to go in. Are you guys going to yes. follow, follow with him? Uh, we have to. If we want to get in at all, right? Sure. So he comes to the guards. He shows them the uh, the uh, paperwork, and uh, after after a few moments, he's let in there. They seem to have already heard that uh, he, he, that he was on his way. And uh, he I introduces. Pojas a priest he, of Sigmar. He, he introduces you guys as. Uh, as his retainers, and um, they ask you to remove your night phones. And uh, if you guys have, like, you guys can carry, like, a weapon, like, at your side, if it's sort of a ceremonial weapon, but you shouldn't be carrying, like, crossbows or something like that in there. All right. I have a quarterstaff. Uh, that, they don't bother you with that. All right. So they're going to let me in with my... Well, that's right, it looks like a big quarterstaff, right? Yeah. Well, they, they let you take a weapon through, like, if it's a sword or something like that, so I guess... I'm they kind of give you an odd look, but they don't... I'm assuming they'll let me in with the repeating crossbow because that shit is so rare, it might as well be ceremonial. (laughs) You'd have to, like, hide that in your backpack or something like that. Really? Yeah. They won't just let me in on cool factor? Like, oh, what a weird antiquarian... It looks like a crossbow to them. I mean, they're they're unschooled. No, it looks like the best crossbow ever conceived. Well, to you, it does. (laughs) Well, all right, well, I will try to hide it in my pack because of that all right. Um, uh, yeah, I guess we're going late, and I'll just be Weird Willie and, and the Sword of Sacred and the Buffer. So I um, so what does the form look like? They actually included a little map of it in here. I'll show it to you. Looks like this. Uh, this is the main entrance. Uh, there's a table, a round table in the center where the uh, electors discuss business and things like that. And the way this kind of works is that an elector tends to like sit at one of these seats and then their uh, kind of followers sit up behind them. Then uh, there's the throne at the front. I see. 
Which, hang on. Yeah. So, are the electors that are already... So, which places are empty? Uh, okay, so so you guys... Um, you guys go to take your seats. Like, you're you're to sit in that... Um, well, I, no. Actually, before we take our seats, I want to know which places are empty. Oh, as you as you walk in, yeah, um, as we walk the in. ones that I the ones that I mentioned. I know, but where are they? Oh, around the table. Like, can you X them? Uh, the ones that are empty. Uh, sure. Oh, actually, it gives me some clues here. Uh, so, Ostland, are you? Oh, no, it wasn't Austin. It was Sterling and Teleclan. Okay. That would be here. I gotta learn gossip. It's awesome. <laughs> All humans come with it. So you know, when, 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 when this campaign this. started and I was looking through all the lists of skills and abilities, I saw gossip. I was like, what a piece of crap. Like, I better make this 75 to pick up. And you know, <laughs> turns out, like, oh, it's pretty good. I think it depends on the campaign a lot, but in this campaign, yes. yeah, pretty pretty, pretty campaign. decent. It's basically just like the gather information skill in D&D. Mm-hmm. Uh, boat boat piloting's been pretty important to us too. That's very campaign specific, though. Oh, okay. I didn't understand the crux of the. Uh, okay, there are um, three seats that are empty. There, that's the orientation of them. They don't have a little name placard, so you don't know where they are. But that's where they are. Does Father Ashen know which seat he's supposed to sit in? Uh, yeah, like a there's an usher there who. And he tells them who he is. Well, which one? Which one is he supposed to fit in? Um, he is. Would be this one. It's it's the one to the right of the throne. He'd be in this. He's going to be in this one. And so you guys are going to be seated up in here. Uh, most of them are like a bit more full than yours. Like for yours, it's just you guys. Really? Yeah. That's I'm annoying. Stick out. I probably Are we allowed to invite people to the intersection? <laughs> Endangering the mission. This isn't the right time to pick up chicks. No, I'm not saying that. I <laughs> just want anonymity. Not the right time. I want a few more people, so we're a little less nervous. Well, I'm concerned about the range of my spell of our spell here. I mean, like if he's not hiding himself, he's the guy that looks like fucking. Caster sitting in Father Hurt's section. Hood. I'll cloak, wear my cloak hooded up. Should be kind of like it over your face a little right. bit. Okay. Um, just put on the, the Grouch Remarks glasses and you'll be fine. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Or just leave this on, on your face. Yeah, you should have bought like a big mustache. <laughs> so, it's the craziest election I ever hold. This was a 48 yard range. So if we're sitting in the front row of our section, how far away can we cast it oh. on the map? Forty-eight yards. That it's sounds half far. a football field. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't hit the back rows of the sections on the opposite side, but you can almost about, cover the whole place. What about the entryway? Uh, you can almost make it to the entryway, but not quite. So. So once once the, once somebody walks in a little ways, you can cast it. Okay. You want to reveal him right 
the frick away. Yes, obviously. This is the best plan of all time. I agree. Even if it doesn't reveal him, we can say we wanted to bask the new emperor in the light of the heavens. <laughs> or we can make oh, up some bullshit. Starshine. We can make right? up some bullshit to explain why we cast the shite and not look like, you know, assassins. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like actually attacking someone? Alright, well I guess we have nothing to do but wait then. I like this. Okay. Unless, well, no, it's probably can't talk to the Grand Theologian at this point. He's. I want to talk to the Grand Theologian. The Grand Theologian is standing in front of the throne, and he's making kind of small talk with a couple of the electors. Oh, okay. Yeah, we go up to him. Yep. Uh, you guys actually aren't allowed into that front area. Even Just with yell at him no. from the. Hey, Grand Theologian. <laughs> no, you're escorted around the sides, and there's sort of like a. You know, good, can we can we get five foot Can we get a page in. to tell the Grand Theologian we'd like to talk to him before the ceremony begins? Yeah, there's an usher who's seated you. You could tell yeah, him something. We tell him that we'd like to speak to the Grand Theologian before the ceremony begins. Uh, we have a tithe. He uh, okay. I give him five silver. <laughs> give him five silver. Okay. Yeah. He he uh, he accepts it. He uh, he makes his he makes his way over there. Uh, Father Russian uh, kind of takes his seat, and he looks kind of nervous, like he doesn't really belong there, and uh, no one's like coming up to talk to him. Um, and uh, after after a couple after a minute or so, he comes up to you guys, and uh, he says, uh, uh, "Triax, I meant to tell you this before, but I had another vision last night. Yes, I did, and." Strangely enough, this was a good vision. I think good things are in your future. In all of our future. I hope you're right, Father. It was most disturbing because my, my visions are full of fire and blood, but this one, this one was not. It's probably a bad sign. <laughs> you know, I think you're right. I like your thinking with that. <laughs> <laughs> and as he's kind of talking, uh, the grand theologian uh, walks up and... Uh, he he says, "Oh, uh, was it uh, Triax? Was that was was that your name?" Uh, I, I, father, uh, Triax Khan. Oh, well met again. I see. Uh, I see you're here to uh, to uh, witness uh, the the coronation. Um, I, I, father, but I wanted to tell you some most disturbing news. Um, feel free. Um, this seems like kind of. A late time to spring this news on <laughs> We've been trying all day, though. I can back that up. But we believe that there's a cult of chaos worshippers of... Just keep your voice down. What was it? We believe there's a cult of chaos worshippers of... Zanch? Zanch? Yes, Zanch. That's operating all throughout the Empire in an attempt to undermine it. Uh, have you talked to him about that before? No. No? Okay. He says, uh, well, uh, I've suspected for a while that there are various cults, and it would only make sense that at least one of them operates out of Altdorf. One of the leaders of the cult, if not the head leader, we believe is masquerading as the priest al We don't... Not all masquerading? Masquerading. What do you yes. mean by that? We mean that we believe that the real priest Alvaruk has been murdered and replaced by this evil imposter. He says that's very strange. Um, but it would explain the 
the tension between the Sigmarians and the Orikans if he's really trying to undermine us. He's, he uh, he turns to uh, Father Ruption for a second and he says, so what do you think of this? And Father Ruption says, I trust Triax! He pats him on the back. Uh, uh, his visions are, are true and his, uh, his investigations have been uh, uh, very fruitful in the past. He unmasked a chaos cult operating out of Bogenhafen. And uh, the grand theologian turns to you and he says, oh, this, this, is this true? Yes, I. tis true. Me and my companions, this marine guy and my friend Zed and this wizard guy and his mentor, who's also here with us today. Mm-hmm. We're all, we've all been working to, to undermine the chaos, but we're afraid that it's going to come to some sort of explosion here in this meeting. He says, well... Hmm. This this meeting is well guarded. We're looking very carefully. Uh, the uh, you know we won't we won't be allowing a lot of men from uh, the Ulrikian cult to to attend for uh, for just those reasons. I fear for our safety with all of the hostilities. Well, be, I, I I agree. Be though, extra I have... prepared, Father. If you have any defensive precautions you can take, then by all means do it. He says. Well, the strange thing is, the high priest Ulrik has not arrived. He's in the past. He has arrived. Mm. Within normal time, it's just very strange for him to be late like this. And what happens if he doesn't show up? Um, if he does not arrive, well, his uh, his vote will not count. He will not get to vote. I think this is actually a good thing. It is a terrible thing. If he's not here, then it could mean that he's planning something horrible for this entire congregation. Well, and the, I probably it, don't even know the, what that word for the, for the sake of uh, for the sake of proper secession here in the within the uh, within the empire and the stability of the empire, we can't we can't change it. Everyone is assembled here. You can't come up with some motion to to postpone the christening for a week or something. Oh, uh, this. No, this is too much. This is too much. In fact, the time is now. What? He says, yes, it is, it's time that we get started. I, 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 will, I will alert the guards. He turns and heads in I say, back wait, I say, one moment, sir. Um, before you go, I just, I just want to let you know that my friend and I are magisters of the Celestial College here in Altdorf. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. When the, um, well, when the uh, high priest gets here, if he arrives, we're going to try and Reveal him for what he is. So, you should be prepared for that. And also, we've uncovered unconfirmed reports that they're going to try and assassinate Wolfgang. So, keep your eye out. He says, you know, Wolfgang is well guarded, as uh, as all of the electors are. Um, but we will, I, I will make, I will keep a close eye out and alert the guards to be uh, on their toes. All right. Well, hopefully, he at least won't. Speaking of which, I'm going to go ahead and cast Portman now. Okay. Alright. Start uh, mumbling to yourself. Yeah. I'm slightly concerned. Not be a good about time for like a hideous like Z's effect to, to happen. <laughs> I start spewing molten lava <laughs> all over the place. Yeah. This takes like Ten minutes, apparently. <laughs> All right. Uh, I do get Zeus's curse on the final attempt. Oh, really? Yeah. Of portent. All right. Well, this could be very interesting. Uh, poor timing, I guess. 
Don't roll 61. over. Sixty-one. Don't roll too high. Sixty-one. Bees attack us. Fucking bees. That might break up the meeting, though. It might. <laughs> the bees might actually be a good thing. Uh, this is not going to be too bad for you. Your nerves tingle uncontrollably for the next D10 rounds. You have minus five to all tests. And there's a star. What does a star mean? I think that's a corruption point. Oh, no, you're stunned for a round. Okay. That's... that's that was like, that was the one to roll. Yeah. <laughs> Not in combat, luckily, but uh, now, yes. Yes, now. Yeah. Whereas the one that like throws me across the room or... Like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, like oh, there's all this harrowing <laughs> shit about to happen. Why? <laughs> <laughs> to go blasting off across the room. All right, well, I get the board off. Okay. From the fourth attempt. What do we do if he never shows up? We've got to come up with some random. So, uh, so, the, so the Grand Theologian turns, goes back to his place in front of the in front of the throne. Light a fire. And um, Father Rufshan goes back and takes his seat, kind of nervously. Uh, and uh, people start to settle, and the and, and the uh, the Grand Theologian kind of motions for people to take their seats and uh, quiet down, and they and they do. Um, Okay, so he kind of clears his throat and he says, uh, Imperial electors, we are gathered here to consider two matters. First, there is the urgent election of the new emperor. And secondly, we are here to discover the true killer of our late lamented emperor called Franz. We are. Apparently, he uh, didn't discuss that with you guys. Uh, you may, you may take us, Father Rosa. It's us. Um, you may take the your seats, electors, and they, they, they all uh, they, they were all they were all standing, and they all take their seats. Um, it's so us. Uh, at that time, you hear a trump- At that time, you guys hear a trumpet blast from outside, and a herald steps in, and he says, uh, "He says." Is Imperial Highness the Crown Prince Wolfgang Franz, nominated heir of late lamented Karl Franz, may he rest in peace. And with that, in strides Wolfgang. Uh, he is accompanied by two uh, Imperial Guardsmen. You know, it occurs to me that replacing Wolfgang might have been even better than replacing that. that. That's what I thought we were talking about. Continue. He probably can replace him. Yeah, he probably His can. His face, yeah. I probably, he probably showed me that face knowing that... If he doesn't he arrive, kill me you, and, I, I, I might tell Ironius yeah. just to cast... He's totally, play, he's totally playing us. Why not? <laughs> um, is there a number of spells that you can cast today? Like, make it star shine on everyone. Once we start doing it, it's going to be a little bit obvious. But if the High Priest of Orc doesn't show up like pretty soon, yeah, we're going to cast it on Wolfgang. Okay. Um, That's yeah. I didn't know this. Yeah. I missed that detail. I thought we were talking about Wolfgang the whole time. Okay. Um, so the uh, the uh, the grand theologian kind of calls things to order, and and there's a scribe who's kind of taking notes, and uh, pretty soon they're just on to the first order of business, which is the election. And uh, and um, the grand theologian uh, 
reads a portion of the late will, of the will and testament of the late emperor and no, uh, no sign of the right. Uh, he, re- he's re- he, he reads a bit of it, and it, it talks about how he is nominating his son and, and heir to be the next emperor. And uh, he counts that as a vote in his favor, uh, the Grand Theologian does, as, uh, as the emperor obviously couldn't be here. Um, and then he also states that he himself is voting for the... Uh, is voting for um, uh, Wolfgang... And so there are now two votes in his favor. He kind of motions to the scribe. And uh, he kind of motions to uh, the first uh, elector who's seated to his All left. Right, well, we can't let this guy get elected emperor without making sure he's not really... What about... And uh, and, and he, he asked him to stand and cast his vote. All right, so and I he, he, he stands and, and starts to proclaim his, his vote, which is also for... This is... Uh, so I, I whispered to Hieronius, um, uh, I think we should make sure that that uh, Wolfgang is really who he says he is. Uh, and he says, how should we do that? I say, why don't you try uh, your dispel spell on him? He says, uh, hmm, is this really the time? I thought we were doing it on the other the other man, the, well, uh, the, the high priest. The other, the dispel should be pretty uh, surreptitious. The lesser magic? Yeah, the lesser magic. Oh, the lesser magic version. Yeah. And if the other guy doesn't show up, then we'll do the bigger boojang. Well, I say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I can see what, yeah. Can see what it does exactly. Lesser magic doesn't impress me. Actually, by the spell description, it's an insanely powerful spell. Really? It is. It, the only it causes a spell to end prematurely. Uh, you can be used to dispel any ongoing spell, but not ritual magic. You can immediately end the target spell with a challenging test, but you suffer a minus ten. Channeling. Oh, oh, a successful channeling test. But you suffer a minus ten penalty per point of the original caster's magic characteristic. Okay. Uh, if you're trying to dispel a blessed weapon spell, that uh, is an example. Okay, I understand. Okay, um, yeah, that's not a, that's a spell that would be rather surreptitious. Right, so I suggest that he casts it on the Okay, what's the casting number? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, okay. Is it, it's just one round of cast, or half action, or? Uh, it is a full action. Full action. Okay. I, uh, don't have the ingredient for that one. Don't have the ingredient? I don't know if he does. But like, he doesn't trigger his inches first. What was the, is thirteen? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to roll three dice. <laughs> so it's going to take him a couple tries. Well, all right. We'll is the three we'll dice get we'll we'll first like, like really, really cool. bad? Is it really, really bad? Or really noticeable? I guess it, it, it can be. But it, it can throw it like, like worse, across. Is it like more noticeable than? Uh, if you roll triples, bad. yes. Oh, okay. Uh, well, yeah, we've seen the effect of triples once, and it threw him across the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess that would be bad. All of a sudden, you just going right, right for him. You don't have the ingredient. Oh, he can he can channel and cast it. I should make that if he channels. Okay. Uh, he just failed. Maybe he should just roll three dice. Uh, okay, he makes it on the the fourth try. Yeah. It took him four tries to cast dispel. Well, it's because he was it was only rolling two dice because he didn't want to like have a higher chance of rolling doubles or any chance of rolling triples. Okay. Uh, okay, so the, the the spell goes up, so that takes uh, forty seconds. So that so um, 
so that was the uh, electric house lane who proclaimed his um, vote for uh, for Wolfgang um, during that time. And, the, and then at the, at the end of that, the spell goes off, and uh, there's just there's no effect at all. Okay. Mm. Okay. Uh, next into the red school. <laughs> okay. Uh, so next, um, he says. Uh, Ah, well, uh, how say you, Father Emmett Rofshon, who speaks on this day for the Duke Wilhelm Sapon of the Lower Reichland? And, um, Father Rofshon stands up, and, uh, he, look, he looks over first at the Grand Theologian, and then down to Wolfgang, and then back to the Grand Theologian, and he says, No, no, I will not vote for Wolfgang. What? Triax is looking shocked. He's like, He says, No! A uh, second time. And, uh, uh, there's a kind of a very startled look in, uh, in the Grand Theologian's eyes as he looks over and, you know, gives kind of a grimace to Father Rafshan. And, uh, Father, um, Father Rafshan says, No, I will not have him as my leader! I refuse! And, um, uh, Wilhelm speaks up, uh, Wolfgang speaks up for the first time and he says, oh, What? what? He's kind of he's kind of like slumped over on his on his elbow, looking kind of bored. He's like he's about seventeen years old. Um, mm. He kind of he's kind of startled awake, and he says, "What? What? Oh, oh, did you say no?" And uh, he kind of steps down from the throne, and he just looks really surprised. And uh, um, the grand theologian kind of motions him back and says, uh, um, uh, "Father Rupshun is." Uh, uh, this is your vote is no against against the uh, against Wolfgang. This this is your this is your answer. And uh, um, Father Russian says slams his fist on the table and says, "No, he he is a hideous mutant. I have seen it in my vision. No, 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 he will never be my emperor." And uh, Wolf, Wolf, Wolfgang's like just totally surprised, and he says he he kind of turns to the Grand Theologian and he says. Uh, but but you said they would all vote for me. And he, he walks up to Father Rafshan and kinda of gets down on, on one knee and he says, Please, could you could you not change your mind? Please? Could you I, I this was supposed to be unanimous, you're going to give me strength. There's like a tear running down his eye. Um <laughs> Father Rafshan backhands him across the face. What? Jesus, Russian is nuts. Is no, I have seen it within my visions, I know it not to be true. I have a vote against you right here and he holds up the uh the uh, letter from Wilhelm von Sapon in his hand. And a strange thing happens. Uh, Wolfgang gets to his feet and he kind of grabs Father Rafshan kind of by the, by the collar. And his face just starts to turn red. And uh, he just looks so upset. And it's like, you wouldn't believe it. And then his head pops off with an, with an audible <laughs> pop. And it like, flies across the room, and it lands in some lady's lap, like across the room, and she shrieks. And uh, as you guys, as everybody's eyes kind of train back to to Wolfgang, who must be headless at this point, you see that Wolfgang has changed, and he now looks like this. An audible. He's grown in size a bit. Where his head used to be are 
kind of spiked tentacles popping out in all directions, and he is in fact the hideous mutant that uh, that Father Russian accused him of being. Everybody can make terror tests. Oh boy. Okay, let me see the people. I'm inside, yeah, I'm correct? Yeah, it is actually. Oh my god! 94, I fail. I have no rerolls. I have one fortune point left. Maybe I should. Alright, I'll turn it on. I need a pretty good roll because I'm inside. Uh, I suck at it. Oh! Oh! Come on, dice! What are you doing to me? <laughs> it was so good for Split the first part. The other oh. oh, the zero zero. Alright, see so what happens. Uh, you you run to the back of the room and you get an insanity point. Well, I see, I really want to avoid that. You can't, you, can't, oh um, you can't re-roll it? Do you have any fortune points? Oh, yeah, I have plenty. But oh, well, that might be a good thing to re-roll. Then. I'm, I'm still at minus ten regardless. Do you have an insanity yet? No, we'll no, no, no. we'll take care of it shortly. I, I forgot to uh, to do that. Yeah, Is Tron aware of the lore of Sigmar's possibilities? Mm, not really. Damn it. Hey! 27 uh, ain't gonna get it. The lore of Sigmar is very handy in these situations. Alright, well, we all failed. You all failed. What? No, we didn't. Oh, you made it? I made it by, like, a mire. Oh, okay. Okay. Everybody but Triads failed. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't. Or, I mean, I did. Alright. Um, Why did I spend that people? I can for a few people here. Take another insanity point, so it's good that I didn't get one. 5.5. Everybody. <laughs> that was my fifth. I'm rolling up all the electors. They're all rolling like in the 80s. There's a spell called Beacon of Courage for the, in the lore of Sigmar that surrounds you with a glowing light, and everyone who can see you is instantly overcomes all their terror. <laughs> Well, really? If yep. a high transiologian makes a test, he might cast that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, almost everybody is just completely terrified. They start to immediately run for the exits. People back there are, are uh, um, I'm on the creating a stampede for the exit. I'm like trampling over them. <laughs> uh, yeah, those of you who fail are like thinking that that's probably the best idea at the moment. Um, the uh, the creature will act in the surprise round and attack the uh, attack Father Russian, who's frozen in his place. Save, save us, Cole, <laughs> of this horrible thing. <laughs> the Cole was right. We should we should definitely be following him. Um, <laughs> Father Russian is helpless. What? And uh, why? Because he failed his terror test, and he's like right in front of it. Uh, wow! Sucks for he him. makes no move to defend himself. Um, so he gets double damage. Ouch. And it gets, and it has two attacks. Wow, and he had a good vision last night. I knew that good vision was no good. <laughs> I think he had a vision of martyrdom. Okay. Uh, with its first attack, it stabs Father Russian, like, in the side. He, he calls out audibly. And with the second attack, he stabs Father Russian right through the throat. Yeah. Blood splatters out the back and uh, hits the banister that separates you guys from uh, from his chair. And uh, as he pulls out the the uh, the spike, Father Russian crumples to the ground. Nice knowing him. Surgery. Uh, so 
who of you is not running? Just you? One of us. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'm sure it gets to go before me. It already went. It already went. Oh, that, I thought that was a surprise thing. Um, I'll let, I'll let you, uh, it's, all right, sure, it, that was the surprise round. And the second round, it just sort of drops him and, and kind of looks around, right. uh, hungrily. I guess no! I, it, it, go, go ahead. You foul beast! Yeah, I charge. Although I guess I have to blow time drawing my sword. That sucks. Quick draw. No quick draw. No quick draw. <laughs> so I attack it. I miss. Okay. Did we get Will's power saves on our turn? Uh, yeah, so on when it comes to your turn. Yeah, I so I guess, all, I guess all of you should... should uh, well, let's see, hold on a second. So No, because the first round they have to spend running. Right. So the next round... Right, so that was the test for this round. So, right. then we'll, okay. we'll, we'll so he's this already round. gone. He's already gone this round, and he's already gone. So now it's the start, we all, we all ran it's away. The start of the second round. We all ran away. I understand. Now it's the start of the second round. So right. What's his initiative? Uh, 40. All right, so he goes first. He goes first. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it... It uh, it drops it drops him, and the uh, the grand theologian is is kind of back behind him a little ways, and the grand theologian like moves behind the uh, the throne, kind of putting the throne between him and the creature, and uh, and uh, it kind of turns toward the grand theologian and starts to like saunter in that direction, but the chair is kind of blocking it. Does he use uh, a free attack? He was right next to it. No, you guys are behind like a. Ba- a I attacked it. He just attacked oh, the you, last you, round. How did you... We're on the second round. He, he killed Father Roshan. Right. He spent the next Since round I was like standing right next to Father Roshan, I assumed I was You're right not next standing, to him. Let me show you the, the diagram one more time. Were you not paying attention when he, like, made his attack roll? <laughs> yeah. No, I thought you bolted over the thing, right? No, no I, I said I draw my sword and attack the thing, and then okay. I made an attack roll. Right. I guess you draw your sword and move up to him. Yeah, I guess then, I would draw my yeah, sword. Yeah, I'm sorry. You can't, you can't get there. All right, so okay. that's my, my, my fault. All right, so what does he do? What does the... I don't think it, yeah. I'm begging to get killed by this thing. So you guys were, like, seated in this area, so... Right behind the throne, conveniently enough. Right. So Father Rufshan is here, the creature. Oh, I the creature is here, the Grand Theologian yeah, has moved here. Totally so a you, wrong impression of where everyone was. You need to sort of jump over this kind of... Bear, uh, you know, railing basically, and then move into that area. All right, I guess. I so you draw your sword. You like. I guess you want to you want to jump over that thing. So make an agility test as you jump over. it. I want to climb over it carefully so I don't end up my face. Um, sure, you just want to kind of scale it. All right, it takes a little yep. bit longer that way, but you don't you don't. Uh, right, the next round then. You don't. Uh, you don't. You have scale short surface, so you don't need to make any. Okay. Tests. All right, so he saw her go. Right. Then it's my turn. Yes. All right, I try to. No, it's the monster's turn. The monster sauntered over to the throne. Right, he's like trying to get at him, but he's like keeping the throne. Okay, I make the willpower test on my third, fourth, second turn. Oh, Oh, spending two rerolls on (laughs) the first time. Right. (laughs) Uh, All right, I make the willpower test, so I can act this round. Where did I run to? Uh, Toward the exit. So you kind of ran around the the side, basically. Did I have to jump over the? No. So you're you're like uh, here. So you said like you kind of started off in that direction. So I'm up there now. Yeah, you're here. Uh, 
What's your what's your uh, how many far do you move in a in a run action? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. So you'd be about here because you go up and then over. Yeah. So I'll put you there. Uh, how far away is the creature? Um. So this whole thing. So So that would be forty. Uh, thirty-five yards. All right. Yeah. Succeed. Try and we blast it. Succeed. It's wind blasted. Okay, so you knock it down along with uh, the Grand Theologian. Is probably pretty close to him. Um, is there another adept spellcaster in this room? Uh, yes, or sir. like ten. Or what kind of is initiative? What about some guards uh, or whatever? His initiative is thirty-five. We should so definitely get next. We should definitely be able to get like ten to one right. numbers on this. He got like lightning bolt. It seems like a like sure. decent spell. What's its strength? Uh, it's 1d10 plus 5, unless he has a uh, mighty missile. Which he probably does. 5. We'll just assume he does. In which case it's d10 plus 6. Mike. And the casting number? 10. Or, yeah. I think that's right. 10. I got you. He rolled 3 dice and he didn't make it. This guy's terrible. Wow. <laughs> Call yourself a yeah, cast another 10. You rolled 3, 2, 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you rolled like a 9. 3, 2, 1. So it's 6. Uh, so does he have a tuning fork? No. Okay. Um, if he has 3 dice, he should try and curse it on his next turn. Yeah, let me take a look at the spell list that he has. It's casting number 16, and it's really good. Okay. Get it off. Does it reduce any of one of his stats to one? No. That'd be good. Like, is it all his test get minus 10? Minus 10 to all his test, plus one weapon damage every time he takes a hit. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. Does it stack? No, you can only have one person at a time on you. I'll let you find it so I can move on with the rest of the... Huh? I'll I'll let you find the spell so I can uh, move on with the rest of the folks. You were open during two. Hmm? Oh, cool. <laughs> I, I was just looking randomly when I handed it back to you. <laughs> handed it back to you, it's open to the Star's Curse right there. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> oh, random um, uh, so we have... Nigel, uh, Brutus, Zed, Zed. Brutus, Zed, Triax. Okay. 
I'll make a willpower test. See if I'm not. So we're on Brutus. I'm fleeing in terror. I'm like, out of the way, Nigel. <laughs> but it's blow right uh, is that? Oh, this has to be the lowest of the low, because I've just graduated in insanity. I'm not only inside, but there's something scary inside. <laughs> You're inside a huge room. Oh my god! I make it. All right. You I'm like, yeah, and second thought. <laughs> this is not. Ah, all right. I never make it. I'll just like get on the boat and I'll just like sail. <laughs> <laughs> if you never make it. I don't know, but you're just running through the woods. Just like, <laughs> is, that, uh, <laughs> is that all you can do? No, you can act on the boat. All right. So oh, you're, yeah. you're, you know, about halfway away. You're That's up, what you're up next to him, basically. Am I going to have to keep making these willpower tests? No, you're done. Okay, pull the uh, crossbow out. And okay, it's gonna take you a full round because you had to put it all the way away. Yeah, quick back. draw. Got it. You I do. You couldn't quick draw it when it's like squirreled away in the bottom of your backpack. I actually right have it like yeah, jammed in so I could sneak it in. So can you get me, Jeremy? Can you kick me over? All right, that's what I do. Okay, it takes your full round to do that. Thank you. Uh, Triax. Uh, you can actually you climbed over so you could charge it this round. All right, Triax charges it. It's in Windblast. you got to make a strength test. Oh, try father wrote tries to charge it. Uh, he does. Minus 20. You have minus 20, but, you, but he's knocked down, so you have... Uh, Plus 20. Oh, and he could be stunned. Let me see if he's stunned. He could be helpful. Uh, it's not stunned. But it is knocked down, so you have plus 10. So you have minus 10. And then charge is another plus 10. So you're at zero. But I'm at plus 10 because the blessing is going on. Oh. Which is irrelevant. I miss. Okay. You're rolling 18. No. That was an 81? Yes. Ah. Okay. Um, we need bountiful fortune. Your wind blast cost me a grit. <laughs> what? I rolled an 01 on the strength test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> and it would have been used on the other roll. Right. Gotcha. All right, the creature goes next. Well, it's about to save you like a whole ton of acid damage, so... All right, uh, it would attack you, but it's all knocked down, so it's going to try to stand up quickly. It does stand up quickly. So it can attack you once. It will use that attack, which is to stab you. With Minus 20. In the throat. What's that? Minus 20. Minus 20. Good call. That's a hit. Try to dodge. Not dodge. To the right arm. There's not your shield arm. Uh, what does this thing do for damage? D12 plus 12. Mm, for 11. Alright. It's not that bad. And that's all I can do. I couldn't switch to text. Um, does it get like five attacks if it's with... Swift attacks? Uh, no. What is it? Five attacks? I guess it has five tentacles or whatever. Five spikes, but, uh, um, it only attacked Father Russian twice, if that helps you make your decision. Um, uh, so that's me again. Uh, actually, the Grand Theologian and Hieronius both go before you. Are there any no. other guards? No. Hieronius is 35. I beat him yeah. for sure. Oh, oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know, know what the Grand Theologian is. 
I'm at, he's at 38. Oh, then we tie. Alright, you can go first. Before him. Uh, yeah, I use my amulet to curse the creature. Okay. Is it just auto? No. So it, it gets a willpower test. Is it a special burst or something? Or how does the it's a little bit different. It's minus 10 to everything he does. Uh-oh. No weapon damage bonus. Uh-oh. And it gets a willpower test to resist it. Okay. Uh, you don't like see what happened, but you're not sure if it worked. Okay. okay. That's the bad part about curses. <laughs> um, well, the other curse, there's no resistance. So if you successfully cast it, they're cursed. Oh, wow. That's brutal. Okay. Uh, the the Zachary stack with the other curse? No. 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 So you this curse would override the, the oh, one okay. I just cast because it's better. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, all right. The Grand Theologian, like, really should have brought a weapon with him to this place. Um, he. Uh, you can cast a spell. He's casting lightning bolt. The Grand Theologian. Lightning oh, is not part of Sigmar's lore. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hammer of Sigmar, I think, is their primary like attack spell. Or that makes that makes your Warhammer magic. Oh, oh, that's a, that's a different one. Yeah, common of Sigmar or Soulfire is what you're looking for. Yeah, Soulfire's like twenty. That's a little hard to cast. Three dice, maybe sixteen. No, yeah, that's not bad. Soulfire. Soulfire is. I don't is think priests can get to three dice. By the way. Um. They go. They go. Initiate is nothing. Yeah, it goes initiate the priest, and then high priest gets two. Right. He could be a master. He could be a master priest. It's not in the book. You you can't get three dice as a no. Yeah, it doesn't go any higher than high priest. Well, so high priests have spells that they need a twenty on that they can only roll two dice. Well, you get bonuses. I mean, right. You get ways to add to your two dice. Yeah, you can you can add your magic characteristics. You can get, you can add like four to that pretty easily. Or okay. Like five, right? If you have the ingredient, that'd be three, and then you make your channel test. Right, you add five, so yeah. you only have to roll a fifteen. You need to roll a fifteen on two d ten. So anyway, he needs to roll a sixteen with a channel test. Okay, and it's a uh, it's definitely within range. Damage six. Okay. Unless he has mighty missiles, I think we never set him. I mean, he could cast Beacon of Courage uh, too. What does that do? It surrounds uh, him with a glow. Anyone who looks at him instantly overcomes any terror. Would be pretty good in this situation. Actually, that would be. What's He's in the giant. There's, there's, there's like all these guards who would be able to spring into action. Yep. He currently can't. Uh, yep. Casting number fourteen plus two ingredient. Okay, he doesn't have the ingredient, but he can. He'll make a channeling test. Can it get rid of the insanity point that was just gained? I can yeah, never go into a tight so, cramp space again. Ever. It's 14? Mm-hmm. He nailed it on the dot. Alright, you guys are no longer terrified. Yay! Alright. So he casts that. Um, Tyronius will throw the lightning bolt. Lightning. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. And all. No, cast it. He gets three dies. Wow, he just made it. Let's Ooh, that's a possible crit. No. But it's still a go on damage. 
Um, all right, he zaps it with a lightning bolt. It nails it pretty good. Brutus. I'll run back to where I previously ran to. Okay. Is that... Uh, I will unload on this dude. Okay. With the swift attack. So the... The blast is still going. Your yeah. Harmlessly you can't attack him with... Yeah. Yeah. How long is it going to keep going? Till his next turn. Yeah, till the beginning of my next turn. Can I... You might want to move closer because you might have long range. Oh, okay. I've only oh. acted once. It actually has until the beginning of the turn after my next turn. You shouldn't... You should only ever have to spend two turns in Wind Blast, right? So, everyone's already spent a turn in the Wind Blast. I had to roll to get past it. The dude had to roll to get up. I had to spend around. And I'll have to spend night. this round dealing with it. But by, after that, it should be gone. So that's the beginning of your next turn. Right. Well, I can move uh, okay. closer. Yeah, you, ca- you cast it, and then he dealt with it twice. So, yeah, then your yeah, next okay. turn, it should You're be right. done. You're right. That makes sense to me. Um, well... In any case... Uh, so you might want to move closer. I think you might be yeah. in long range or something right now. Yep, I'll move you closer. You could like, move up to the front of the railing maybe or something yep. like that. I'll start lining up my shot. Okay. Okay. Um, Tracks. Um, You're at minus 20 for the wind blast. Yep, pairing stance attack. In the 80s for like the third consecutive attack. Welcome Thank God way. for no melee as inches, you know. Okay. Um, no, you just have to worry about fumbling. All right, so the creature attacks. It More does. likely you have to worry about the counterattack. It comes after you, Trax, uh, with its with its full round. Minus 20. With its full round of attacks. It has minus 20. Or minus 30. What, minus 30? For the if, curse. It's cursed. if it's cursed. Oh, if it's cursed. cursed. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Huh. We'll have to study its pattern of attacks over the course of like 100 attacks and see if it's cursed. You can determine by how often it hits. Good thing it has natural weapons. Just roll to 100. It attacks you a second time and misses. Going last. And its third attack is different from the rest. Claw, claw bite. Still has minus 20 slash 30. Uh, tentacle, tentacle, wing, wing, chaos lap. Yeah, it, from what used to be its head, it kind of spits, and this kind of, like, goo splatters in all of directions, but the wind just throws it to the ground, and it doesn't hit you at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to hit him. It's like, oh, my own spit. Yeah. 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 It does hit him. <laughs> it doesn't seem to affect him. Anybody ever tell you not to spit into the wind? It's like it's the same blood like a Okay, Nigel. Uh, Alright, how far away did you say he was from me? I might have to move up. I think it was 35 yards. 35. Oh, 36. Still good. <laughs> Every time you seem to act the range, you're always like just in it. You know, I don't know how this works. I don't know either. It's kind of random. But... Alright, yeah. I like what this is going. Lightning mode. Uh oh. Poking the creature. Uh, no. Nope. Alright, it just takes 16. Ah. 
It seems to know that number from <laughs> Also, didn't confirm his critical, his, his uh, Ulix Fury or whatever you call it. It's the only way to get it. A failed critical for 16. Okay. Um, all right. The, uh, all right, the Grand Theologian will try his attacking spell on it. Channels. The Grand Theologian definitely makes it on that roll. Um, let's cast. That's going to be good. It's kind of a hard spell to cast. Gosh, when that's like, it is. That's top, that's, that's like, he's as high as you can get, and he still has to roll decently. What yeah. did he cast? The Comet of Sigmar. Oh, so Soulfire soul is like that. It's a magic not. missile with damage six. Right. Soulfire is not even that good against non-demons. Alright, he damages it. Could be a demon. Actually, it probably is a demon. A tentacle thing? I don't, think it's a tentacle I don't think it's a mutant. Oh, it's Did a mutant. you see it? It's a mutant. Its head came off. You mean your uh, in your head? Alright, this guy's so taking magic missiles, lightning bolts, Hyronius. Conado! Yeah, we turn this into the anime eventually. We all have to yell oh out gosh. the name of our movie. I needs to roll this a little bit. anime adventure, so he the tentacle thing would come out of his head and we'd all be turned into schoolgirls. So I would out. like launch it in the air and do like a 30 hit combo. So he rolls three one combo. Like failure and Zeech's curse. Oh, he did. That's not good. Oh, shut up. Uh, you got the three dice. A little high on this. The three dice you just curse. If his hair falls out, I am going to be so. Well, I'm going to laugh so hard. <laughs> You're <laughs> stuck for a round. <laughs> he, rolled, he rolled too high for something that <laughs> innocuous. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, well, that's a, like a, this is one of the more interesting ones. Too bad you never you didn't plan this one out. <laughs> is it visible? Uh, is that, and that? No, he, he, he gets this sort of ashen look over his face, like he's looking at something strange or different than what is right in front of him. And, yeah, he, uh, he, he might be a little more corrupt than he was before. <laughs> <laughs> Turns into a tank. I think I did get that one. Does he fall unconscious? No, no, it's oh, not okay. that one. It, it, in some ways it's better, in some ways it's worse, but uh, for him right now it's definitely a lot better than that one that okay. you, yeah, you got. Um, Falling unconscious seems bad right now. Yeah, so he doesn't fall unconscious, but it, he does He does not uh, get his spell off. Uh, Brutus. Uh, can I charge it? Uh, well, where are you and what's the... What's I, the I am at where I initially started when the whole shit when the whole, the Um You can charge it, but you have to sort of vault vault over very... Right. Oh, the gone, I fail my agility test. Okay, then you can charge it. All you right. can only move. Okay. To kind of climb your way over that. Alright, I climb over the fence. That's where I'm at. I'll charge it next round. Like, most of the guards should be right about where you are. Yeah, the guard, the guard, like a couple of guards, um, you know, have gathered their wits, and I guess actually all of the guards have gathered their wits. Some of them had, uh, you know, obviously a bunch of them had fled to the doors. So there's a couple of guards that were a little behind you. Alright. Um, I'll quick draw my battle axe. Uh, Zed. Uh, shoom, shoom, shoom. Yeah. I'm gonna load this thing. Alright, so you're within. Swift um, attack. Right. Uh, is that a. Uh, That's a full round action. And does it incur any penalties? No, but you can't aim when you do the swift attacks. Okay. So you so just have to use. These are now. straight rolls. Yeah, straight rolls against. So you're up against 35. Alright, don't you them. dare say that I deal with you. 
hit. Oh, I was, uh, I was thinking higher than that. What would you roll? Zero two. Oh, that's, yeah. that's <laughs> all right. So zero two is within the uh, that's within the good range. So what you want to do is draw a card and pick the better effect of it. Nice. This thing's just getting destroyed by ranged attacks. I know. It's, I, I'm just I'm impressed by the very first time Zed's whipped out the repeating crossbow and like rolls a zero two on it. Like. It'd have been more like, effort if he rolled a hundred and it just fell <laughs> 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 on seriously. Well, it goes to the right arm, or what do I need right. to do? It's so it does, it does three additional damage. Mm-hmm. It hits it. It hits it in the right tentacle, um, piercing and, and piercing it doesn't do any tentacle. additional things. It does max damage. So you do max. So you do your max damage plus three more. Oh well, then that's fifteen. Fifteen. All right. Uh, you nail it with a crossbow. You want to take? Any more attacks? Couple here? more, maybe. <laughs> Alright. Uh, that'll hit. Only because you raised your weapon skill and didn't take the range strike. Dude, low. I, when you rolled 34. Exactly. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so you have minus 10. Skill. It was 30. Wait, minus 10 minus for ten. what? Because there's like four of them there. Oh, right, yeah. You have minus 10 okay. for firing. Well, the then that one didn't hit. Well, then you hit somebody because you the failed. Well, I didn't yeah, you, that. Just, you just failed it. You hit somebody else at random. I'm not in the group yet. Wait, who's in yeah. the group? What? I, just I think there's just two of us. We just find monster and triax. Yeah, monster, monster and triax. Yeah, we're not there yet. Okay. All right, you hit triax with that uh, arrow. You can roll damage. What? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's lame. Well, you roll probably low. won't take anything. I don't. Eight. Eight doesn't do anything. Playing. I'm like, sorry. You didn't even notice. And that, that one hits. actually hits the monster. Okay, so roll, roll damage. The right arm again. And nice. that's for 11. Okay. Does D10 plus 2? Yeah. I don't have the thing that boosts it. Another one. Yeah. Okay. Grab that, grab that. Alright, well, mark off three bolts. Okay. Try X. Strike at the beastly with the fury of Siegfried von Kesselring. While at the same time being wary of the possible counterattack. You should use the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not to mention the archers in the body! Have you used the sword special ability today? No. You should totally yeah, I... I well, first, to first you see if you hit before you... Furious swing! God, you're rolling all experience all the time. 88 and 66. Uh, hits it. Wow. Alright. In the body. It does not have dodge blow. It can't hurt you, though. Uh, Are you channeling the fury of Siegfried? No, this isn't the old, This isn't the the main guy. Right. Tell me, this is your leader. This is just a guy. This All is right. the emperor. You're killing the emperor. Twelve, 12 to the body. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing the How emperor. The the emperor you should get like some insanity points <laughs> just for like having to do this. Whatever, I already he got was never elected. He'll he get the corrupt points once he him. like rips open the emperor to like look for gold coins and signs his intestines. He doesn't look like the um, the the uh, crown prince anymore. Furiously swing again. See what happened that shit amongst the squids did? That's a good question. It turned the emperor into a chaos squid. Uh, fifteen to the dome. Fifteen to the. To the one of the many tentacles that where his, where his head used to be. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh, ouch. I think this guy's probably got like five hundred wounds or something. 
Uh, he's definitely got more than 20. He does have more than 20. Well, yeah, thanks. Because <laughs> we've done like we've done, 60 or we've, something. No. We've, we haven't done 60. I know. The toughest thing in the entire B-Series is a dragon with 55. We've, we've probably because we've probably done like a little more than twenty, and he's not taking. Well, care of right, I'm like my even eleven arrow wouldn't have done shit. Uh, all right, it would have gone like three. I mean, that's not shit. Down that's to minus zero, so three is like right. You I know, twenty percent of my wounds. Toughness was like eleven. No, it's, it's minus zero ten. Oh. Yeah, if it's cursed. Oh, it's if it was cursed, yes. Uh, it hits with its first attack. Uh, it's dodge. Zero six. How did the blue dice should totally be your own side. It's wrong so low. No, but it's keeping it. What are you talking about? It's rolling doubles for like the last. He rolled a zero. Like yeah, two all right. It, it doesn't attack it the second time since it parried. Um, and with the third attack, it will spit at you once again. Wait, how much damage does it do? Not none. What do you mean? You hit on his first oh, attack yeah, and you failed to dodge. I failed to dodge. Oh, you failed to dodge? Yes. I, didn't, I didn't roll damage. Um, ooh. That's a good roll. Say sixteen. Seventeen. All right. Fail. Fuck. Seventeen to the what? Um. Sounds like left arm. Do you have like full plate yet? Nope. Nope. Ouch. So left arm? Well, that is your shirt. Your left arm, it's got a buckler. It doesn't add any armor oh, to it. True. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, but you can stun it. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not wearing head armor. So it spits at you. Um, and What, from in between the yeah, tentacles? Like, yeah, exactly. From it, it, everyone, everyone adjacent, which is just you, makes a toughness test. I want to make a toughness test. Fail. I see you points. get a corruption point, and you take D3 plus one wounds. Yikes. That could be critical. Probably nice. will be. Low. Nope. Two. Not quite. Alright. So you have a, for it to be a, a corruption point. Yes. I'm going to need to roll for corruption. Alright. Right. We'll, we'll handle that afterwards. Um, How many corruption points do you have now? Eight. Wow. Okay. Um... So that was the creature's turn. Nigel. Yeah, Nigel the Slayer. The Slayer. Let's see. Cast Lightning Bolt. <laughs> oh! Uh, I turned the creature's turn. <laughs> <laughs> what did you roll? Double uh, zeros. Double zeros. Oh, well, you definitely got it off. Yeah. Uh, 13. 13. Oh, that probably won't be too bad. Hair gone. That was starting to get annoying. Uh, roll me a D2. One or two. Micro One. penis or super micro penis? Um, <laughs> you don't notice any any immediate effects. Uh, remind me after combat and I'll tell you what it is. In the meantime, he takes ten. He takes ten. Okay. Are you adding the one X? Oh, there's a one X damage. Never mind. Um, all right, the Grand Theologian. Cast. Damage, okay. He does a little bit of damage. This thing is just a sponge. Um, 
Hieronius will channel, no, cast. I guess he's willing to die. Seriously, Jeff, are you at eight toughness everywhere? Um, basically, yes. I'm at eight uh, toughness everywhere. He gets it, but for minimal damage. I have nine on my head. Yeah, it's time on his body. Eight okay. everywhere else. Okay. Yeah, I made everywhere uh, else. Brutus. Charge. I'm just wondering if I should. Well, try the cavalry. I don't want damage. If you hit me, fortune points. I hit. (laughs) What's that? I hit him. Okay. And the leg. Does he still have legs? Is he walking around? Yeah, he still has legs. All right. You'll see the picture. Is every miss considered a hit? No, you have to miss within 10. Okay. I only do 8 damage. 8 damage. Okay. The battle axe failed. Attack again. Hasn't failed yet. All right, not failed. Failed. It's like first time in its history. We rolled a three on the D twelve. Ah, it fails. Okay. Um, it's Zed. Zed. Yep. Swift ass. There's probably a bunch of guards following me too. Yeah, there's a bunch of guards who are like about to follow me. They're basically around behind you. Twenty three is not within ten. It actually hits the guy. Barely. Okay. Oh, take three to the nothing. Yeah. It clangs <laughs> off one of his tentacles. Oh, 20! Man, that, that ballistic skill increase is paying Ten. huge dividends. Ten damage. Ten damage, okay. That does something. Don't get with an arrow. And a clean Mark off three more. Yep. God, you're going to get a lot of bullets. No, but this is great. I'm actually hitting at least once in action. Yeah, That's I know. awesome. Multiple attacks is awesome. Uh, yeah. Welcome, right. to, welcome to multiple attacks, Wade. <laughs> the rest of the party's been doing it, well, since the first session. <laughs> yep. There used to be entire combats I would play through without hitting. Once! Yeah. Uh, okay, uh, try it. Alright, swift attacks is nothing we can do. First attack. Whoa! Nine. Is that a critical? No. no. Or a uh, fumble? No. The sword of Siegfried only fumbles on the double zeros. Uh, Alright, second attack. Uh, got him in the head. Finally hit it. Alright. He seems to parry for, for uh, 15. For 14. 14. Yeah, I'll try to parry that. No, he failed to parry. Right. Well, that's looking good. That he wants to parry. He wants to be low. No, he just has three attacks and one of them hits all adjacent enemies. Oh, that's true. <laughs> um, Alright, so you, you light him up. He tries to parry it away, but it's your... It's his turn. It's his turn, yep. Alright. Damn, what are they feeding this guy? <laughs> uh, that's a hit. You want to dodge? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> I'll just spend a half a pay point and dodge it. You sure? Yep. You don't want to see the damage first? Do I get to see the damage first? Uh, you wouldn't, but you could, like, decide to parry it and automatically succeed your parry. I would just assume automatically dodge it. Your choice. He's yep. almost in the name. He's at one. I mean, taking critical hits, like your first critical hits. What if he took the thing, the thing has probably got a minimum damage of around yeah, 10, <laughs> I'm guessing. What did it do the first time? It 11. It, 11. It, rolled pretty, it rolled pretty low. It, rolled, it, it did 11. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about taking 11? 
Do you feel like it's necessary to spend the half day? You like to take a level well, 10 just, critical. Usually you want to do it at the last second, so you'd want to see if it like rolled low. You might not need to spend it. But then I'd need to spend a full fate point. No, well, well, that would always get you out of it. But you could you could uh, fortune point a parry roll. I don't have any fortune I mean, points. a half a fate point a parry roll. But... And then automatically parry. He still... Oh, no, he switched attack last time. Also, if you made your parry but rolled low on it, you could spend half a fate point and... You would basically add half of your half of it to half of your possible outcome. To All it. right, let's see what happens. I guess I'll not spend half the big one. Me, yeah, choice. So you're gonna parry it. So you might swallow your parry. Oh, two and a half. You're still in good shape. Um, it did thirteen. All right, so I have to parry it. Oh, I didn't take parrying stance this time. So you'll lose an attack next round. All right, so I successfully parry it. So you. For one. Oh. So 12, that'd be four. That's a level three crit. Alright, I guess I have to take it. Alright. I will give you the pleasure of rolling your, your D100. Is that a full insanity point? Yeah, I get you an insanity point. Uh, two. Two! <laughs> On a level three crit. You know Probably doesn't do jack squat. Where was it at? It's a piercing critical. For uh, what part to of the body? Bo- to the body. Oh. Piercing to the body. Um, your earlobe. I. Uh, your. Your strike hits your opponent in the ribs, but not with enough force to fracture it. The force knocks him backward. Um, oh, good! You might knock out. Be knocked out of the uh, spray spit range. Uh, you lose a half action on your next turn. Okay. Wow. <laughs> And you, you rolled very low. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Good. Okay. Um, Zero one any better? <laughs> or no. is that, oh, okay. That's as low as a level three critical ever goes. Um, okay. Wait, are you knocked back enough? So you basically don't get an next round because you carried. Yes, correct. Yeah. Well, I can move. You can attack. So is he no, out of combat, combat unless this thing is being so uh, no, no, he's actually, right there. Oh. Not backwards, like yeah, a couple steps. He's still in the melee. Okay. You're still in the melee. It's if you had a fortune point, you could spend it and you get a half action. You can spend a fate point or a half a fate point to get three fortune points or whatever, and then it's spend one of those fortune points to get a half, to action. Get a half action. That's true. Um, okay, so the oh the creature gets its third attack, which is that spraying attack. Oh, I don't roll anything. Uh, you just make a toughness test. Do I make two? Yes, everyone makes it. Makes it. Succeed. Succeed. Okay, no effect. Um. Final. Wow. Fail. Fail. Try and cast lightning bolt. Succeed. It takes. Ooh, nice. Sixteen. Possibly a lot. Possible a lot. That's a success. Oof. Come on. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Twenty-five! That is a critical hit. It was already in, in dire straits. Alright. Nineteen. Wait. Ugh. I'm just thinking by the reroll on that roll. Fifty-three. Fifty-three. It's better. Did you get a roll of hit location? No. It's to nineteen. That's an arm. Left arm. The left tentacle. To one of its many... T- Actually, it has. It still has its regular arms, so... Like 19 to the left arm. You know, 
still has a thorn, so anyway. Drop to dice. Uh, I think I do piercing of these and have to like go ahead and read these. Figure out it's Okay. Uh the uh, the lightning bolt rips this big chunk out of its side and the lightning bolt kind of disappears into into the body cavity of it. It starts to uh writhe and spew and like little bits of lightning come out of that gaping hole where its head used to be. I gave it a lightning attack. And uh, it just sort of spits lightning as it crumples and slowly falls to the ground, and then it's like just sort of sits there twitching, and little bits of lightning like continue to come out of its various wounds and out of where its head used to be. Chop up another one for Nigel Slayer. And uh, we can drop out of initiative. Alright, so we've got to deal with him. Because he had something. Or wait, yeah. no, no, you have to deal with the Zeech's curse. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, so first for you, so, um, uh, roll me a d6. One. One of your nails, like the nail in your thumb, turns completely black and it falls off. Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go attend to my battered and bleedy friend, who's possibly now a mutant. Uh, yeah. So now we have a corruption point here, and we got yeah. Let's, let's, point take, here. let's take care of, of all their corruptions and insanity. Well, um, I got an insanity point too, but and possibly insane. Right? That was your sixth yeah. insanity. Yeah. Point. Oh, you're also six, possibly his, insane. His sixth insanity point and his eighth corruption. Nice, nice. All right. Um, let's let's do your corruption point first. So you're at how many? Eight. Eight. Um, minus thirty. Uh, he does not make it with minus 30. Okay, so we need to turn to the black book and see what happens, because it's, you don't automatically get a mutation, no, despite yeah. popular belief. It's not how it works. Because then you just have to fall. It was only happened once, right? and <laughs> I got a mutation. So. It, it's a decent chance you get a mutation, but it's not guaranteed. You can spend a fate point and be an awesome mutation. Uh, instead of acquiring insanity, you have a 50% chance of gaining mutation. So first, so it's low in mutation or it's high in mutation? Low is a mutation. Alright, he has a mutation. Okay. Alright. Now for the fun table. Ah, yes. Wait, what was high would have been? High is a, is a, is a chaos magic side effect. Oh. Generally they're permanent penalties. They're per- yeah. Oh, okay. There's a small chance of a mutation. Wait, so mutation's way in theory, usually. No, I think the side effect is the side effect is safer. There's nothing on the side effect table that's going to make your character unplayable. Oh, gotcha. But yeah, if you're down to like no fate points and everything, then yeah, that's, you want to go the safe way probably. Yeah, the side effect is safer. The mutation is obviously Can't a work lot out. more random. Right. Yeah. It, right. You have the potential to be much better. Practice roll. roll. I, we got, we got, I, I never get a chance to read enough of these, so let's start with a practice roll. It's a d1000. Uh, 3d10, baby. Alright. So which one's the Just roll, you can roll one at a time. It's gray, blue, red. 854. 854. Alright, this is just the practice. <laughs> let's see what happens. Your tank. Damn, why could that be real? 800. Oh my god, a little dwarven tank just trucking around. Be amazing. It'd be hard to get him on the boat. 854 is thick fur. 
You'd hardly notice he's already at war. That would be awesome. That actually would be awesome. <laughs> it's just like all that happens is like the the vacant space. No, the back of your hands and like. Yeah, it's it's like. You would be really hot wearing that full plate around though. I think would be only his, his like cowl would fill it. <laughs> would that give you extra toughness, like, man? Well, the thing is, too, though, awesome. the fur might not be just monotone tone. It could quite easily be striped or spotted, and it doesn't. It's not necessarily like a, a benign color, like black. It could quite easily be purple or blue uh, or pink. Polka that'd dots. be cool. All right. So first of all, you would. <laughs> oh, you turn into uh, the beast. If we were using the fear rules, like if you're playing like a group of mutants, you would now have fear one, which is which is you know good if you're trying to scare people. But we're not playing. People would be afraid of just a really hairy guy. Uh, Apparently, if it's one's not unsettled, you have a bonus on intimidate tests. Yeah, think of like the beast from X Men. That's what fear is. You're you're that furry. Yeah, it's it's minor. But anyway, uh, it says a dense fur grows all over your body, gaining an armor point to all locations. Most fur is brown or black, but there are instances of white, green, blue, purple, and even patterned furs. And so you would be making a 25% chance. Uh, go ahead and roll that. Yes, success. Okay. Um, okay, so you have isolated patches of fur then, and you would roll a 50-50 chance on each of your hit locations to see if you got the patches of fur at those locations. Bizarre. Well, we don't have no. to do that anyways. Cause no, we're, it's a trial run. It's that's the trial run. But anyway, that's that's what would that's thick fur for you. So anyway, the, you know the thing is, I I, I I I'm looking through here. I kind of modified a bunch of these. There's a thousand to, different curses. No, there's not a thousand. No, there's, probably two hundred. There's like two hundred. Oh. We counted up ones. Yeah, it, it's one to a thousand, but it goes by five. Right. Right. So, by the way, I did modify these. I'm like looking at this. I made notes before we started this campaign. So, like the ones that are like kind of bad. Like I tried to like make a good part of them, or if there's one that's, like, all good, I tried to make, like, a bad part of it. But anyway, just so you know. Uh, so, for real, then? Yeah, let's do it. D1000. Gray, blue... 713. 713. Seems like a lucky number. And if it's one that makes you an NPC, then you roll on the other chart, by the way, before we look this up. Seven hundred and thirteen. Rearranged face. <laughs> well, like that a nose on your chin and like eyes on your chin. That's like Futurama, <laughs> like mutants. <laughs> that's pretty. <laughs> yeah. That's full. That's full time night helm, and you're gonna need a really weird night helm. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Just cut me a hole here. Yeah, your mouth is like right here. here. <laughs> oh god, your nose is down here. Yeah, you got an eye. You got an eye. There's that one. I don't think has any beneficial effects. Let's see if I added anything to it. I don't know. A center well, face. Let's see. Penis. Good. I don't know. You could spend half a fate point to improve your chart result. Oh yes, I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Why couldn't that be the trial form? <laughs> no. That sounds awful. Uh, all of your features shuffle about, moving to new and surprising locations on your face. For each feature, eye, mouth, nose, and so on, roll a d10 and consult the following table. A 1 puts it on the top of your head, 2 through 4 puts it on the front of your head, and then you roll again for high, middle, low. 
Uh, five puts that feature on the back of your head. Six or seven puts yeah. it on the left side. Eight or nine puts it on the right side. And a ten puts it on your neck. Your mouth is in the back of the head. Your eyes are in the back of your head. Yeah, you're standing the back of the head. Well, what if you roll like perfectly, though? You might as well try. Dude, the first two things that matter are your eyes, because they're stereoscopic. Yeah, that could be bad. Yeah, yeah once you get like minuses, yeah, you like, get penalties if your eyes. If your eyes are in the back of the head, and you're just like, oh, stupid. Whatever. If I got a mouth on my shoulder and a nose on the side of my head, I don't really care. Alright, so what I'm going to have you do is roll two more times. Once on the full chart, and once on the modified chart that I will, I can always give to PCs. And uh, I'll choose the better one for you. Alright. So the full chart, 337. It's elite. Mm, probably not going to want that one. Try, the, let's try, <laughs> try this one. This one's a D100. I think it only goes up to 60-something. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> well, let Jeff... Uh, come on. 73. It was eye stocks. 73. But you do get, there is, there is a beneficial effect to that one. Yeah, yeah I think it increases your perception or something. Yeah, it, it, it might even increase your initiative. Uh, okay, well, 30, something? No, 73. 73. 73 is too high, you gotta roll, uh, 63 or less. A D63? Yeah. 11. Okay. That's right around where mine was. Boiling blood, right? Blood substitution. Ooh, this is an interesting one. That is... I love how knowing what you're about to get into doesn't matter when the thing happens and all of a sudden you have high stocks. <laughs> like, it's like, I kind of knew that was going to happen. I knew well, he spit on some of the space and he swallowed some of the spit and then the spit, like, transformed him. Ah, there you go. Because it's so corrupt. Oh, I'm really close to getting a second corruption. Yep, so am I. I still only have four. I have five, and I already have a mutation. I have six, and I already have a mutation. You do. You don't have a mutation. You have insanity. Or okay. Oh my there you god! Go. This is a really cool one. Okay. What is it? So you got chaos organ. <laughs> uh, oh, I vaguely remember this one. A cancerous cyst grows inside of you. Empowered by chaos, it wants to preserve its host, so it doesn't kill you mm, right away. Each time you gain the mutation, you increase your toughness characteristic by a d10 and your wound characteristic by plus two. Unfortunately, the bulge created by the cyst is distinguishing and stinks. Worse, it emits a rumbling noise at the least opportune moments. <laughs> That's hilarious. Reduce your fellowship characteristic by 2d10%. <laughs> Negative fellowship! Negative fellowship! <laughs> Due to the strange grumbling noises that come out of your side, you have Look at that, just the smell. I wasn't even, like, the dwarving stench is now about to become even more legendary. Wait, it's every time you get a mutation, so it doesn't count itself. So you don't get anything right but away? Every time you gain that yeah. particular mutation, oh. you can get mutations more than once oh, in gotcha. some circumstances. Okay, so I guess roll d10 for toughness. Yeah. And then... Um, Hope to roll a six or higher. And then, yeah, there's... If, if you are hit to the body, there's a 20% chance that it hits the chaos organ 
and does an extra two damage. Okay. Alright, so uh, toughness. Roll a six or higher. Right. Six. six. Excellent. It's a good number. One more toughness everywhere. Yay. But now you see. toughness, that's awesome. You can probably modify your base toughness. That's like you rolled max toughness. Cheating bastard. Uh, and then 2d10. What 2d10? Um, Minus 2d10 fellowship. I want a um, negative 7 fellowship. <laughs> can you even have negative thoughts? Alright, I'm going to have to read this. I, I didn't want to. I, I shouldn't read this to you because it's. You wouldn't know about this yet, but it's just too funny, and it's probably never going to happen, so I might as well read it to you. If you are slain, the Chaos Organ tears free from your diseased carcass, sprouting <laughs> limbs, and waddles around spray, spraying fluids everywhere. <laughs> Eerily, it looks just like a miniature version of you. Its, it's main profile characteristics are equal to half of yours. It has two wounds per time you gain to the mutation. It also has a natural weapons talent. If the thing is not killed, it grows over the next few months into your duplicate, gaining your characteristics <laughs> of, of, oh and God. all of your skills and talents. Does it get this stuff and it just like becomes him? Yes, it does. The Chaos Sigmar! It's like Evil Dead. Oh my God. Evil Ash. Evil Ash. 16, negative 3 fellowship. It's not even possible. Well, yeah, what's your, what's your absolutely possible. What's your what's your fellowship at? Negative, Negative three. three. So if, I, if you have like something with a bonus, it actually would matter, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> like routine fellowship tests, like you know, you like walk up to a guy and say hi. It's very possible for you to fail. Yeah, like now you walk into the guy who's like, ah, like could theoretically not happen. Right, stuff like that. Oh my god, negative three. Sir, <laughs> you're fine. Uh, negative three. <laughs> you, 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 you're, you're because your chaos organ stinks and grumbles. So you're like, sorry, sir, we don't serve mm, people with your disease here. <laughs> Uh, All right, so this organ is not going to pop up. Now he gets an advantage, right? too. What's that? It's not going to pop no, up. No, it's only if you're slain. No, I mean, but, like, the mutation doesn't manifest itself instantaneously. No, it, it kind of happens, like, over the next couple days. So you you don't, you, you kind of feel something in your side start to twinge at this point, but it won't manifest itself for a couple of days. Okay. We have some insanities. All right, yeah, so that was, that yeah, was yeah, your mutation. Yeah, now you got to make a little test for your insanity. Does the mutation give him an insanity point? No, it doesn't. You don't even really know that you have it yet, probably. No. Alright, is this a willpower test? Yes. Alright. Uh, I succeed. Okay. This is well, good. does the blessing and or sword of Sigmar count? Um, yeah, it counts. Alright, then he succeeds. Okay. Nice. Uh, make it. So you just went up to six right now, right? Yes. You're not at seven or anything? No. Okay. Alright, now you have to make Alright, well I got I got up to seven and then I got one during this fight. So how does that work? Uh let's take care of your first one. Alright, first one seven, that's just a normal one. Uh, so what what what, what, what what caused this critical? Was it looking at his his face or was it uh the very first yeah, I got one looking at his face and, and then, then I got one six? when I die, or died right. to, get, to go to seven. Yeah, so, so I failed I failed the one at six. Right. So you fail already? Yeah. Okay, so that's what caused your insanity. Was knock off six corruption points. Oh. So I'm going to have two insanity points now. And an insanity, I guess. Right. 
Where do I have these entities? Over here. <laughs> if I die, he gets another little trigon. <laughs> Maybe you can play that instead. Like a big hunchback, though. It's going to be kind of funny. And maybe the little tracks on will you have a little system. You might have to buy some like, specially modified like... armor to wear over it. Okay. It's got to be a way to like separate it so we can have two triaxes. <laughs> He's so good in combat. We need another one of him. He's got all those skills. They both have pretty bad fellowship, though. <laughs> We're beyond pretty bad at this point. Yeah. Alright. They both have god awful I think trolls have better fellowship. Oh, way better. Trolls have positive fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> like, cockroaches have better fellowship than Triaxon. Yeah, even that that cockroach people. Like, yeah. And anthropomorphic yes. cockroaches. That Ludwig Wittgenstein is like, get out! Get out of my house! You abomination! My cockroaches are offended by your presence! <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, um, so there's. You know, I, I, I've, this is a uh, kind of a fan produced material that I'm using for the insanities because the ones in the book are a little brutal. Um, basically, there's two types of insanities in here there's minor insanities and there's average insanities. I gave him just an average insanity last time. Okay. Um, but you know what? I think I'll give you a choice. You can have an average insanity or you can have two minor insanities. Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know anything about. Mm, I'm not going to give you any information about them. Minor insanities aren't as bad, but you'd have two of them. Okay, I'll have two minor insanities. Okay. Um. So roll me a d100. Twenty-seven. Twice. Thirty-six. Okay. So hold on. So twenty-seven, thirty-six, and I usually have people roll on this chart twice, and I pick the one that's more appropriate for when okay. you got it. Okay. So go ahead and roll. I guess two more. 21. 21. 39. 39. Which is probably going to be the same, too. <laughs> yeah, right, right. you roll a tight number ranges. Yeah, well, there, you did hit three different ones. I think so I looked into his two. evil eyes and... Yeah, I think these two seem the most appropriate. Um... All right, I'll just tell you what they are. You have headaches and narcissism now. <laughs> I look at his eyes and was like, oh, I look way better. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have that that's that's a compensation. You, know, you, 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 you like, those are insanities. I might be the most insane motherfucker ever. All right, I will give you the details of those next time. All right. And uh, unless there's something else we need to do this evening, I think we can we can wrap the session right here.